With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Elon Musk has responded to the report from Project Veritas showing a Twitter senior engineer saying that the uh, the platform is biased. They do censor conservatives. They don't censor the left. The company is commie as F. And the best part is the engineer says he works like four hours per week and just shows up when he feels like it or just takes days off. I'm sure your new boss, potentially, coming in would love to know about how you guys don't do any work. I'm willing to bet Elon's going to go to his investors and these other you know, stockholders and people giving a loan and whatever and be like, I'm pretty sure I can save you a lot of money because these guys are getting paid to do nothing. We also have another release from Project Veritas. Who, who was the, the guy at Twitter? What was his position? I want to make sure I get it Head, right. Uh, lead engineer. Lead engineer saying yeah. basically get what go broke. So you've got a guy at Twitter saying wokeness is, is hurting their ability to become profitable or to be to generate profit. And uh, he is absolutely correct. We'll talk about that. Of course, the other stuff with uh, with Elon Musk basically freezing the deal because he wants evidence of uh, the bots proof is less than 5%. And he's even calling the SEC informally to investigate. You're going to check. Yeah. Was the, I got to ask, was this guy who was saying he only works four hours a week? Was he on a date? Yeah. So that that's a very weird thing to brag about. Like, yeah, I'm super point. lazy. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not a productive person. My bit on this was, you know, when I was seeing the, the, the leak. Veritas does this all the time where they have women go on Tinder dates. There's got to be a short film or we got to do a skit where it's an engineer, you know, and and she's like, tell me more. And then, you know, like someone texts him and it's like, you're you're being sustained by Veritas. And he confronts her and he's like, is this all I was to you? She's like, no, when it started, it was, but now it's something more. Exactly. It's a natural Mr. Deed story. Yeah. Yes. And then he's, and then she's like, I don't want to do this with Veritas. I want to be with you. Like, I don't know if I can trust you. And then, you know, then they get together in the end. James O'Keefe is the villain. He's he's got twirling a mustache. He's like, no, no, I'm against love. (laughs) All right. We're going to talk about news, I guess. Um, we got Jordan Peterson getting roasted because he he called huh. uh, he had there's a fat chick on the cover of Sports Illustrated, mm-hmm. and he said she was not beautiful and it was authoritarian. Hmm. And there's hey, hey, look, uh, I think what, what did Shane say? You got wisdom in choosing your battles or something? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, yeah, pick your battles kind of thing. I, I you know I'm a I fan of, uh, of of the doctor. I want to start only calling fat girls authoritarian now. <laughs> Yes. If you're fat. All right. Um, I don't even know what the rest of the... We have, we have other news, apparently. There's some other stuff. Yeah, whatever. Joe Biden did something. Yeah. Yeah, he's criticizing Tucker Carlson. Right. We'll see. We got we, we, we got a lot of Elon stuff. Oh, yeah. Gas prices. Uh, uh, a gas station, I think, in the Pacific Northwest ran out of gas. Oh, and they're preparing for four-digit gasoline prices. So uh, thanks, Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Joining us to talk about all this is Jamie Kilstein. Hey, everybody. Who are you? Uh, I am just here trying not to get canceled again. Right. I, uh, I'm a, wrong uh, place to come for that, buddy. <laughs> no, you guys, you guys are beloved by everybody. Is <laughs> yeah, that, right. That's what I was, that's what my PR agent Well, not Lydia, Lydia, but yeah, the rest true. of us yeah, are. Definitely. She's the one getting us canceled. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Shaman. Lydia's so likable. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I, Why the hater? I, I'm a comedian. Uh, I'm a comedian. I'm a comic. Yeah. Let's just say that. That's much easier than my fucking 
sad story. I know. I already, already, swear. already blew it. I already blew <laughs> it's it. It's all good. <laughs> uh, we're yeah, three minutes comment. in, so we're good. Yeah. 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 Actually, the, the rule on YouTube is you can't swear in the first 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. And then you're just... not like if you swear a lot, they start pinging you. Yeah. But the rule specifically is like, did you swear in the first 30 seconds? No. All right. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. So all it's right. like, it's like, all right, you know, whatever. Good. But there are children watching. Sorry. Well, I mean, children. I assume we have we have we have people who are parents who will like play the show in their car or something. Yeah. I love the idea of a child with a Project Veritas shirt who doesn't want to hear dirty words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have Sh- uh, Seamus. Yeah, Seamus of Freedom Tunes. We're going to be releasing a new cartoon this Thursday, as we do every Thursday. I announced last show that we're going to be launching a paywall at freedomtunes.com. If you guys want to sign up to get notified when we launch on May 30th for five bucks a month, you're going to get behind the scenes content and also an extra video every week, an extra cartoon every week. Oh, that's what I was supposed to do. Promote my stuff. I'm so says, used to do doing, my thing first. I'm yeah, so yeah, used to go doing, to freedomtunes.com. <laughs> I'm so used to doing podcasts where I'm in trouble. Like back in the day, I would just get introduced says hey funny man you've seen him on conan o'brien and now there's like a five minute intro like once a darling of the left until oh, things geez. got dark yeah i host a podcast it's called a fuck up uh, it's called a f-ups guide to the universe <laughs> <laughs> i'm so bad at marketing uh f-ups guide it. to the universe uh we have everyone from porn stars to john cleese and i talk about uh being a screw-up and and getting through it and uh, uh tell you not to kill yourself and it's great and awesome. so so the interesting thing is one of the big stories we have is that elon musk announced he's voting republican He's yes. he's not going to be voting Democrat, and there's there's a, there's an interesting uh, story there for for I mean obviously for many of you for me personally for those of us who feel like the Democrats have gone nuts, but uh, you got canceled by a lot of people on the left. So I, w- we'll get into all that stuff, sure. but I think your experience will 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 play into the story pretty interestingly. No, I'm psyched about that. Yeah, uh, did you already mention? I did not introduce myself. Oh, okay, well, yet. Press button. I am also here. I'm pushing buttons in the corner. I'm stoked for tonight. I think it's going to be hilarious. I'm really interested to talk about this lady. I don't think this is in any way authoritarian, but we will get into it. <laughs> Before we get started, head over to TimCast.com and become a member if you would like to support our work as a member. You get access to TimCast IRL podcast segments. They go up at 11 p.m. Monday through Thursday. You are supporting all of our journalists, and we have hired several more, and we are currently interviewing more and hiring more. If you like the work we do and you think we do a good job, please help us expand the mission. We're launching new shows. We've got a bunch of crazy new ideas. But you're also supporting infrastructure because, as I've mentioned 50 billion times by now, we use Rumble's cloud infrastructure. It's a new service. It is more resilient to censorship. The more that we support business that utilize the service, the more that you guys directly support the service, more competition develops. It weakens Silicon Valley censorship. It allows these ideas and these conversations to exist. Support our work if you believe in that mission. But don't forget to smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show with your friends. Let's jump into the first story. Yo, this is cool. Elon Musk finally responds to Project Veritas sting in which Twitter engineer says all workers there are commie as F <laughs> and that they hate the billionaire Tesla boss. Oh, he boy. said, is this legit? That's it. That's what he said. But those three words mean so much. In the viral, uh, the viral video. So actually, I think they're, so I post this video. It's got like six million bits of Veritas mm-hmm. video. I posted it because it was newsworthy. Ends up people are blowing it up and put, putting it out like crazy. And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, this guy says he only works four hours a week. Mm-hmm. I think, I think he basically says people can and like he did. I don't want to say that he always does. I don't know what, exactly what, he, what he's trying to intend. Uh, um, but he also talks about how the company is just left, 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 how they all hate Elon. He talks about how the right will tolerate the left wing speech, but the left will say, if you don't ban them, we quit. So Twitter basically says, okay, ban the people on the right because the people on the right don't care. All of that being confirmed. But in those three words, is this legit? 
Elon Musk, who is currently he's currently frozen the deal. He's delaying it, saying, prove your bots. And now everyone's saying, oh, he's trying to shake him down or he's trying to get out of the deal. I still think Elon Musk knows what he's doing. I still think he has a good likelihood to win. I think he, he I think he's likely exposed fraud. And with this uh, Veritas video, Elon Musk may now be able to actually renegotiate the deal. That's the big news. Because a lot of people on the left are saying Elon Musk uh, uh, for, for, uh, was willing to forego due diligence, saying we'll do the deal as is. The contract is the contract, he's, he, right? Twitter is the, apparently the Twitter board is saying, no, no, he's got to buy it. With this video release, though, Elon Musk can be like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You didn't disclose the work hours. You didn't disclose censorship or political ideology. But more so, I think the work hours in this is going to give him an ability to try and go back at the Twitter board. The real victim is the woman on the date who had to hear all of this right, on a first date. <laughs> that is a lot for a there, Tinder date. I, I, Brave I, women. And I got to tell you, <laughs> uh, Project Veritas journalist. Right. Yeah. There's, oh, a, there, that there, there's a meme where it says, if you are an engineer at Twitter <laughs> and a beautiful young woman yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> wants to know about your job, it's James O'Keefe. Yeah. <laughs> Do not say anything. <laughs> I think that's the easiest way to put it. Like, it's so funny that there's no... Edward Snowden-esque leaker, and literally all you need to do is go put a hot chick in front of a tech nerd, and it's over. You've just blown the company. Mm-hmm. This is this is why... So I'm watching this leak the other day, and I feel bad for this guy. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't seem like a bad dude. He says that he's okay with Elon buying the company. You know, he's become more left, but he's, you know, he, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. He's telling people, like, this is what's happening at the company. Well, and he's saying it's bad for business. He's not, it doesn't even sound like he's being ideological. He's like, this is yeah. hurting the place I work. But the sad thing is, you know, he meets this this young, attractive woman on Tinder, and he thinks maybe he's finally found love. Uh, but it was James O'Keefe the yeah. whole time. I, you, you know what we should do? We should do a skit where we get a guy talking to a beautiful young woman, mm-hmm. and then he's like, wait a minute, something's off. And then he grabs her hair, and he pulls it off. James is every time. It's like actually James it's O'Keefe. It's actually James map. O'Keefe. Yeah. <laughs> you, they pull the wig down, and then James is literally – he's sitting there in a suit. He's got a microphone. <laughs> Tell me more about what you're saying. He's there in the pimp suit. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to have nightmares about that <laughs> forever. Great. I love it. This is the sting operation. It's it's young women on Tinder, and it works. I mean, it's genius. It's brilliant. It it's really, really so is. basic. I think it's, it's legit. I think it's legit. Uh, well, I, I think it's – because like – Man, when it comes to this stuff, especially this culture where, like, no one is encouraged to cultivate any self-control when it comes to sexuality, I think a lot of young men, they're like, okay, this, like, could be a sting. Like, there's a, a probability, but ah, I'm just going to try anyway. Yeah, that's why no one uh, nowadays like, wears condoms anymore. It's yeah, just it's the boring. whistleblower equivalent of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I wonder if we are being arrogant and maybe this dude, what's his name, uh, Ciro, he might be he might be swimming in women. You know what I mean? He might he might just be kicking back with his own pimp outfit, and he's like, just another girl at seven o'clock. Make it quick, lady. I, in 10 I mean, minutes, he only I works four I, hours I, a week. I mean, right. He's got a lot of time yeah. on his hands. Maybe he does just have a bunch of different girlfriends. We I, don't know that. I got to give. He another... thought he was playing her. Yeah. Maybe he's spying on her for another organization. Oh gosh, like we don't maybe. know. Maybe he's wearing a hidden he's, camera. He's trying to take down O'Keefe. It's just like this <laughs> circular <laughs> reign of hell. Dude, can you imagine how paranoid James O'Keefe must be on a date? He's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, all right, eventually this is coming for I me. Know I know how this <laughs> works. Yeah. He's just always trying to shake them down for microphones. <laughs> he's like, I gotta write it to the mic. So, so, uh. He's like, let's go to the beach for our date. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll go swimming. Yeah. We'll go good. swimming. Yeah. Sar- Sarushti, I-, I gotta admit, I do feel bad for, for a lot of these people that get, get, that get caught by, uh, O'Keefe. Cause I don't think, not every single person that gets exposed is a bad guy. Right. No. This, this guy is just, he's a senior engineer. He's in this environment. 
he probably doesn't know or care about what's going on culturally. He knows a little bit and he's like, yeah, this is what's happening. And so now he's forced to be a whistleblower, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I still respect and think what James is doing is completely legitimate. I mean, it's real reporting. And if we can't hear what these people are saying and doing and we don't know what's going on in these companies, bad things happen. Right. So this guy getting, you know, basically admitting everything. And he, he's different from a lot of what we've seen. When we've seen like that Google woman and she's talking about stuff, it's like you've got people at big tech companies talking about how they set policy, how they do policy. This is a guy in a date who's like, yo, this is what my company is like. Isn't that crazy? Right. So now he's deleted his Twitter account. I think he's deleted his LinkedIn. The uh, Twitter has issued a statement to their tweeps. That's what they, that's what they call it. Uh, that's the most offensive Cringe. part of all yeah, this. Yeah, I'm super offended tweeps. by that. What is uh, a tweep? So, uh, what is a tweep? Is that a customer or is that someone who works there? Someone who works there. So yeah. here's wow. the email. He didn't mention that on the day. Yikes. Yeah, so, no wonder. <laughs> funny. He's still too <laughs> ashamed like, of that. He's like, they call us tweeps. It would have been funny yeah. if he just started crying. <laughs> he was like, they call us tweeps. <laughs> all right. So uh, we have this, uh, the, this Instagram post from Veritas. Targeting of tweeps, says the email. <laughs> Tweeps. Oh I can't believe I'm reading that. As we, <laughs> as we expected, a video was posted this evening by Project Veritas depicting a tweep uh, allegedly speaking uh, about a number it. of company issues. We're in contact with the person involved and doing everything we can to help them. There may be more videos to come, and we're continuing to monitor the situation. Help them? Help him, you mean? Why are they saying them? Hmm. Them there. Are we learning Start something up. about Siru? Yeah. Oh, but uh, all right. Is it not a little bit interesting that everyone at Twitter who didn't like Elon Musk felt very comfortable voicing their displeasure with him potentially taking over the company, even though he may have been running the place uh, right. in the near future? But someone who has issues with the way Twitter is run now tries to be very quiet. And the only way we're able to get information from them is on hidden camera. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. It goes on. It says, please review my previous note on how you can protect yourself and your fellow tweeps uh. from similar attempts in the future. <laughs> if you think you are being targeted or have been targeted, contact blank at twitter.com redacted. For safety and privacy of those involved, we ask you do not tweet about the situation or any related issues. Please remember that we all have an obligation to protect confidential proprietary information and not discuss internal conversations, policies, or products outside of work. Take care and stay safe. Pat, Pat, as soon as you sent the email out, they leaked it to Project Veritas. Ding. So that last message right there <laughs> fell on deaf ears for sure. Whoopsie. Oh, good though. I mean, so, uh, Ciro may not be somebody who's stepping up and willing to speak out about the what, what I view as corruption within the company. Somebody is. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, you know, is, is is showing what they're saying behind the scenes and exposing what I would view as uh, malfeasance. Also, are there any hot blondes that can go undercover and find out why I'm shadow banned on Instagram? There you go. Can we just start like just hiring <laughs> our own hot girls That's to find good out? Idea. I'm imagining the same scenario with like a hot young girl talking to Mark Zuckerberg and how he would <laughs> he has be. No idea how to respond. Yeah, he would just be like like staring at her blankly. And yeah. She's like, "Tell me about your work. My work is good." <laughs> like, okay. start speaking to her in binary. Like, <laughs> oh, I have no idea. Okay, buddy. What's <laughs> happening? No, I don't know. Uh, Zuckerberg's married, I think, right? Uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, married the family. Yeah. I do always think it's stupid that people try and do these arguments where it's like. If for some reason they don't like you, they attack your manhood. Yeah. But, but primarily on the left. I always found that funny. Yeah. Like, why is it that people on the left who are the ones who are like traditional masculinity using a thing and then they're like, you're an incel. It's like. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Well, okay, yeah, right. well, because one thing the left, the, like, well, they don't hypocrites. believe, well, exactly. Yeah. The left doesn't believe the things that they espouse. They know that conservatives are generally more sensitive to the idea of whether or not they're being considered masculine, or at least they assume that. They're constantly trying to, like, break down gender barriers, but they think, oh, if I challenge his manhood, then I'll be able to manipulate him into doing what I want. Everyone, it's, it's like, everyone has the same fears. Everyone has the same insecurities. Everyone's a hypocrite. Everyone me. uses the same stuff, except for this guy. Except me. Yeah, yeah. Except uh, me. <laughs> but, but I'm a, like, it's it's it, like they go after Ben Shapiro. First of all, they I, I've heard over and over how short Ben Shapiro is. Yeah. Then we go and meet him, it's and he's like normal, Very like normal. average, taller than all of us. He was like six seven. It was <laughs> he's, like, he's like six three. <laughs> another yeah. lie from the liberal what media. Ben, <laughs> ben Shapiro is like, just yoked. Yeah. Did he just dunks on all of us? Like literally, <laughs> they they actually built an oversized set because they want so people. To to, no, no, uh, Ben's. I think he's like a slightly uh, about average. Yeah, and I was like, oh, sick. He's taller than me. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't you didn't have to tell people that. Like they all know. But they like they like about his height yeah and then they also call him an incel and ben's just sitting there with his kids and his wife and he's like i have a family and then you're like i don't understand why who are they trying to hurt (laughs) yeah go after ideas go after ideas that's all you have to do if you have any merit to yours go after ideas like anytime i was it's like when you're fighting with your girlfriend or boyfriend and the second you realize you're wrong you just like change the subject and panic you're like, oh, you said you were gonna the last week and it's just you're panicking you're doubling down and you're panicking and you're you're short all right bud you're out of ideas <laughs> yeah no it's true it, it, there are so many it's funny because you bring up relationships there are so many different communication habits that you see predominantly on the left that would be deeply unhealthy in any kind of relationship so for example they assume that they know that you have some kind of like racist attitude inside of you or sexist attitude and then they're just like trying to picket your words in some way that'll justify their narrative they like start with the conclusion that you're a bad person acting in bad faith so they can malign you that's not how you have conversations with people that's not how you have conversations with people it's deeply unhealthy this is why i was saying the other day when we had matt on i was like we don't do uh we don't do uh stuntmen Right. Yeah. Political stuntmen, people who do make games of things and they're like infotainment stuff. I'm not going to invite them on. I mean, maybe, but people who have done it to us are just like out the first time they do it. Yeah. So if, if they if they try and pull any stunts to rage bait their audience and go, woo, look at us, we're culture wars. I'm like, eh, we're not going to invite that guy. Uh, all right. We have a we have a correction. We have a story from uh, uh, Veritas, but the, the, we mentioned earlier that the guy was a lead engineer. He's a oh, lead that's client my partner. Fault. My fault. But let's read this story with a tweet from Lydia Lederman. Oh, who's that? Who's that? Breaking. Lederman. Lederman. Yeah. Yeah. I, I pronounced it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter lead client partner says woke ideology responsible for inability to profit. Mm. Affirms Twitter not here to give people free speech. Refuses taking Elon Musk seriously due to Asperger's making him special. There we go. Well, mm. now here's the issue. What? I like the first thing he said, but the ableism just gets to me. It's don't, pro- it is problematic. It's as they, problematic, as they, as they say. Let's uh, let's hear what this man has to say. Well, right now we don't make okay, let me fix the other. I, I always back wait. To the also, computer. is this another date? I think so. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. This is how you do it. Well, to be fair, these guys <laughs> probably make pretty good money, so it's probably pretty easy for them to get dates. Sure. All right, here I we mean, go. The, you, look, if you're a guy on Tinder. You know how many how many you 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 swipe right a hundred times you get back how many messages? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) So it's going to say ideology, which is what's led us to not being profitable. The rest of us who have been here believe in something that's good for the planet and not just to give people free speech. Because again, like these people really do believe in what we're doing. It's a cult. 
He yeah. literally said it's for the better, better, better of the, of the world. planet. Like, is right. that in the Green New Deal? Yeah. yeah. No, what are you talking on. about? Imagine AOC makes the Green New Deal and it's like, we'll, we'll buy Twitter. Elon can't own Twitter. <laughs> These are the policies we put in place for misinformation or mislabeling media or whatever. Yeah. Why do you think this should be taken down? Yeah. Like, those are the questions they're going to ask him. Yeah. 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 And it's going to be hard for him to be like, oh, because people should make their own decision. It's like, <laughs> no, but people don't know how to make a rational decision if you don't put out correct things that are supposed to be out there. Like the Hunter Biden laptop story. He's correct. Yeah. Like, like the, the Hunter, Hunter Biden, Biden story, like story. Russiagate, like Ukraine Gate, like the Covington kids, like so Jesse Smollett, things. like Trayvon Martin, like Ahmed Arbery. Oh, man, like Ghost of Gift. Wow, the list goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Like WMDs in, in Iraq and yeah. all of that good juicy stuff. He's completely right. I got very excited when you said WMDs. I'm like, finally one I'm allowed to agree with. I agree with <laughs> yeah, that one. Right. Don't get me in trouble. I remember that. I remember the war in Iraq. It's bad. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter. So this guy. My favorite, by the way, was during that kind of slurred rant, seeing the person he was out with slowly pick up the wine glass as he's just rambling oh, and out. What did you notice? Way, I also, one thing I loved is like, the, the way he said it, he's like, oh, people can make their own decisions. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Great. Pretty much. Yeah. So uh, I noticed something. Did you notice something about this video that is different from the other video? I don't think you saw the other video, though. Was it, It's I a dude, something. right? It's yeah, a dude. It's a dude. Yeah. That means it's not Tinder. That means it's... Grinder. Grinder. It's a grinder date. Spicy. Be an advertiser as my business is what I do every day and why I go out is like, we want it to be as fair and transparent and accurate as possible. Yeah. And if that means there, there's a level of censorship to make it correct, quote unquote, again, and what does correct mean? I guess like, it just kind of goes into <laughs> the idea of like, well, what is correct? If we're implementing all these rules that there's, and Elon wants to dismantle them, then technically our ideology has led us to not making money because we're not making money. And Elon wants to turn it the other way so that we can make money. There's a statement they need all 7,000 people to say. And so they can't, like, tell us the, like, the real truth. He has Asperger's. Yes. Yeah, I know that. So he's special. Your special needs. You're literally special needs. (laughs) So I can't even take what you're saying seriously. Of wait, 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 wait. You can read it. Let me see. You're getting out to protect yourself. Groups like Project Veritas are active. <laughs> oh, he's so full of it, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. At that second, I would end the date. I'm like, ah, okay. Oh, you don't know how to pronounce Veritas? No, no, no. 100%. No, no, you don't that's work. the Veritas journalist. That's the no, I know. Yeah. I know. No, that's I know. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, it's the oh, he's right, obviously right. trying to come oh, back anywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, what's so this project? He's like, I've never heard of this wonderful sounding organization. Why does Twitter dislike them? Jams, I'll keep. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on. I'm going to go back a little bit. He starts talking about it. Is that? It's like some group that's trying to just out the employees. Like they're trying to Yo, this go is on from, dates with that. This is from like yesterday. Yeah. Bro, Amazing. this is like how obvious does a trap have to be? Yeah. <laughs> Project Veritas. He's like, let me tell you everything I think about that. You know what I love? Acorn. Yeah, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's like this wonderful organization, Acorn. They got destroyed. Was, I mean, this no person, reason. this is the ultimate. If you are doing a sting operation Oof. and your mark 
shows you your su- other successful sting operation. <laughs> you're, it's just gold. You're like, like I am killing best. it. By I the way, well, this, this is this is the fault of those those dating coaches who are telling people to repeat every incriminating thing about themselves on their first date with a stranger. That's Wait, right. is this a big thing? No, I'm I'm oh, being sorry. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> no, because Apparently. I've definitely done that on first dates, where I was just like, sit down and let me tell you a tale of a website called Jezebel. Uh, yeah, I've exactly. done that on first dates. So yeah. it's like, do not suggest. Yeah. The Twitter guy sits down and he's like, uh, "Hello, I'm John, uh, and you're Janet. Nice to meet you. I commit crimes at Twitter. Mm-hmm. I disparage people who are lesser than me, and I want to rule the world. Mm-hmm. And that's our goal for the company. And we're going to steal money from people. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that was something weird to lead with. I guess. <laughs> All right, let's play more. Also go um, like this and record them and then go sell it to the New York Times and say this is what the Twitter employee just said. This is what's really happening. This is what they're telling us to not do. You're lucky that you met me organically because I would be questioning everything about you. Oh, that was so Oh, they just no. put that in there to hurt the man. Oh, they just put no. that in there to hurt the man. There was what no reason to include that in the story, God. dude. That's a cartoon. How that didn't really he, happen. He, no, none he of that really happened. Into the camera. We are being he set up right now. Camera. Tim, this is to set Someone's you up for us. reporting misinformation. Oh, exactly. We are all be- We're not falling for it this right is, now. We are going this. on record. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> this is the skit. This is not I real. I met you at a bar. <laughs> How could you do this to me? I didn't mean to. He's like, we, we were wooing the news. I'm You're not part of that project, Veritas. <laughs> you would never hurt me. This is ridiculous. Dude, uh, we, I'm you, telling you, you, we're about to hear sirens. The house is being surrounded right now. This yeah. is us being set up. <laughs> right. One million this percent. No, they're they're like filming us. Th- I don't know through the computer somehow. Oh my gosh, we have webcams on our computer. Yeah, we're we're being set no. up. We're being they want to see your response to it. <laughs> let me play this. Let me play it again. To not do. You're lucky that you met me organically because I would be questioning everything about you. Yo, that was oh, that right hurt my soul. That, that was. I know it's like very creepy. Like he gets real close. Turns he does get close. I would be questioning. Yeah, he knows. Do you guys think he knew? I mean, it looks like it, but he or but he said everything he wasn't supposed to say. Right. Yeah. But he literally looked into yo, the yo, But this guy's suspicious of Project Veritas, and he goes on a date and he tells knew, the person no, everything. And shows them the email shows saying not the, to do it. I don't know. Oh, I, I got to tell you guys a story. I once worked for a news organization, and uh, we were getting spear phishing emails. So do you guys know what spear phishing is? Mm-hmm. Like the actual sport or is it some weird political email. term? It's, it, it's a hacker term. Yep. See, I knew it. <laughs> so uh, phishing is when you'll get a random email that says like, um, sign up today, click here. Yep. You do and then it tries to get you, give your password. A spear phishing attack is when they spoof an email. Hmm. And so we were getting emails from higher ups at this company to us saying, hey, there's a big story. Check it out right here. And I'm not an idiot. So as soon as I saw it, I laughed. Mm-hmm. It had like the wrong title for the for the for the staff member. I brought it to the CTO, and I was like, "Hey, we're getting phishing attempts." I was like, I, "Maybe it's just me." And he was like, "No, everybody got it." And I was like, "Oh, for real?" And he's like, "And twenty five people clicked it." <laughs> oh my god! And I went, I was like, no. "Yep, go figure." <laughs> and then I was like, "Didn't they realize their go boss ahead. wasn't that position?" And they were like, "They didn't think about it." And so they locked it up right away. Yeah, here's where it gets really good. So then, a few days later, we all get basic phishing attacks, where it's an email from a company that shouldn't, that I've never heard of, and it's like, sign up today, click here, and I laugh, and so I go to the CTO again, and I say, I'm getting more phishing attempts, and he's like, I know, I know, I know, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it. And then a few hours later, 
a company wide email from the CTO goes out saying, guys, I told you not to click these links. You, if you've clicked any of these links, you now need to reset your password (laughs) with a link. And, and as soon as I saw it, I went to the CTO and I was like, bro, this was the best spear phishing attack ever. That's incredible. The CTO never sent out an email. That was that the attack. Clever. And then he was like, wait, what happened? And I was like, it came from you, dude. They spoofed your email. Oh, they man. were, bri- it was masterful. That is. And they got in. Oh, suicide. And watch. so Holy here, here's, cow. here's why I bring this up. Cause hackers are hilarious. It was, I was laughing. <laughs> so and, and the CTO was like, he was stressed, but he was like, that was good. That's incredible. Like, that was an, clever. it was a very clever manipulation. Like it was a three layered attack. But here, here's why I bring the story up. For one, I love that story of like uh, the hacker move, how they broke into the system. I'm in. But the, the best part is <laughs> yeah. this guy working for Twitter is sent a warning email yep. from their people like, guys, be on the lookout. Don't do this. And he goes, I'm going to do exactly what they told yeah. me not to do with this Check stranger. This yep. Look, He's like, I'm going to get some tail. Also, these are not sexy stories to talk about on yeah, the day. Really. Like, if you're getting that email, just bring up something else, dude. I'd like to issue an apology and retraction. It was not a grinder date. It was oh, not. no. They was they met, organic, they met a, they met a, organic, they met a, organic, yeah. right, 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 Dude, I can't grinder wait. grinder HQ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> wait to, outside. I, I can't wait to finally see the Veritas uh, video where it's like at the altar at their wedding. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, and he's just going on about his job and the corrupt things they're Showing doing there. And the priest is like, sir. Yeah. Being like, look at this crazy. <laughs> like, look at this email. Like, it's their the 25th priestess. wedding anniversary. <laughs> the priest is like, uh, we will now have the bride and groom read their vows. And then he's like, when I first met you, I was working for a large bank. I was funneling money to private corporations in Panama. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, dude. And the priest is like, he's a fake priest. He's also in and out. He's like, if you have any incriminating information yeah. about yourself, you may now say it. <laughs> Her children from a past marriage have tiny mustaches oh gosh, and are wearing yes. trench coats. <laughs> Yo, we got to We have to get, we have to do the skit. We have to get James in on it. We have to. That would be hysterical. Like the, yeah. we, we get like a small young woman sitting in front of the guy and he goes, wait a minute. And when he grabs her hair and pulls it down, it's just a full like, Six foot tall James O'Keefe <laughs> in a suit. Oh my this is like the Twitter me. version of To Catch a Predator, <laughs> where every time they're like, I'm gonna later. get away. You're not from that crazy MSNBC show, and then Chris Hansen. What we do that with James O'Keefe. Like, why don't you have a seat? Why don't you take a seat over there? <laughs> what part of you thought this made any sense? Dude, uh, I'm not kidding. We should legit do those. That'd be funny skits. My legit advice, by the way, when you're out on dates, ask about the other person. Yeah, no, seriously. They're like going out insufferable dates. So these people are getting caught monologuing, which we know is not something good. Insufferable. Exactly. For a first date. I got to say, too, I genuinely think this guy knew what was up. He saw that email. He's like, here's a guy. I'm going to meet him in a bar. I'm going to tell him everything. No, I villain head tilt. So weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, but if you met someone randomly, you wouldn't think it. But he just got that email. He is a tweet. Also, some of these people tweet. are just sociopaths. They're just narcissists where they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm picking up people randomly. I don't have anything to worry about, blah, blah, blah. Instead of, I mean, meeting organically is almost more suspect yeah. than Tinder because Tinder, there are so many options, so many options. I mean, essentially, this dude just walks up to you. I mean, that's you were targeted. Yeah. That That to me is easier to spot. You think so? Do you think that Veritas has like a dossier on the Twitter employees? And so they send out like a young dude to this bar and they're like, your target is this yeah. man. And he pulls up the photograph and he's like, yeah, like I'm th- going to go on a date. This is his type. Like yeah. looked up like X's on Facebook and yes. stuff. And God, then he shows up in Project season. Veritas. Yeah. This sounds very fun. <laughs> it does sound fun, doesn't it? Like.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm, I, until you have to break their heart. Oh, yeah. You guys think this is a laughing matter? No, I would fall in love That's with That's why we I fall in love with my mind. Exactly. They break your heart. We've already written two really funny bits we should do. One is... Where it's like the, 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 the teen drama where the jock dates the ugly girl because he was dared to do it. That's great. It's like, I thought you left me. It's like, yep. I do. Yep. It's become something else. But then the other one is the sting goes all the way to like, to marriage. That, that no, was- I want it to go further. Like, I would do one where like, it starts with them getting married. And then there's like, a, the next thing is a guy's 25th <laughs> wedding anniversary. The next one is like in the hospital dying <laughs> yeah. with his no. wife. He's been married to his entire life. Like, the sting after wait, that wait, is wait. like, b- both of them buried and dead. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, Strangely, yes. periodically, there's a, there's different men, like, doing work and they're all James O'Keefe like <laughs> one day they're like the, the milk man yeah, the, <laughs> <it's just, laughs> the, who still the, gets milk delivered shut up, yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna just gonna fix the cable here and he's just like Look positioning his, his his jacket he's like literally <laughs> setting up cameras like no it's the cable it's for the cable <laughs> fixing the cable dude I'm not kidding we should legit do it alright yeah, 1 million percent I will stay let's, another day to film this yeah, let's, let's do it we'll see we gotta have James fly up so here's another story. This is this is more political. It's kind of crazy. It's Elon Musk again. Newsweek reports Elon Musk says he'll vote Republican for the first time in the next election. Uh, Elon Musk, one of us. Uh, what's it? Google gobble? Google gobble, Elon yeah, yeah, Musk. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I see him shortly, I will tell him Google gobble. Yes. Uh, do you guys know that reference? It's from a really old movie. Freaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the, the woman is like at the table and all the people are going, Google gobble. Creepy. They're on the table. One of us. So uh, Elon Musk. Uh, he basically said, I've, I have voted overwhelmingly for Democrats historically. Like, I'm not sure. I might never have voted for a Republican, just to be clear. Now, this election, I will. Newsweek says they're not sure if it's the midterms of the 2024 presidential election, which is a weird thing to add, considering he said the next election, which is literally the midterms, but sure, whatever. Elon Musk has continually been posting memes about either the left losing the middle, the left going too far left, or of him being like, yo, I'm a moderate, and this doesn't speak to me, and things like that. It's It's interesting now. I tweeted, maybe the left should stop and reflect on why they're losing so many people. They won't do it. The responses I got were people saying like, uh, the ultra rich guy who doesn't want to pay taxes. No, of course he wants to be a Republican. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, all the billionaires are constantly promoting right wing policy. That's right. Well, I, I, well, I, I, but real, real quick, since 2012, as we've covered on the show extensively, Democrats have been the party of the wealthy. It's been reiterated in 2021 with more data showing higher income earners are aligned with the Democratic Party. Elon Musk just paid more taxes than anyone's ever paid in history. And why didn't he vote four years ago, Republican, right. when he was already a, when he's still a billionaire? I've seen everyone from my broke jujitsu friends to people who have health podcasts over COVID, over Trump because of the the, the Twitter wokeness, slowly go 
more and more to the right. You know, people wanted me to go sort of like full right wing, mm-hmm. actual grifter after m- my cancellation happened. And I didn't do it. And so when I talk about this stuff, I'm actually talking about it from the left. I, as someone who is still fairly liberal, sees the left being pushed farther and farther away because it wasn't Republicans who were shutting down their businesses or gyms over COVID. It wasn't, um, you know, I have friends who they're professional athletes and suddenly it was Donald Trump saying to go outside and exercise and Democrats saying, if you go for a walk, you're going to, you know, kill your aunt or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, all the wokeness, all my comedy friends who love Dave Chappelle and even if they don't agree with everything Dave Chappelle says, suddenly it's the left trying to censor, censor their favorite comedians who, you know, I mean, God, when I was watching Chappelle in New York, he was going after Bush, going after the war in Iraq, like talking about the war on drugs. Like he's always been a liberal dude. Um, I'm watching these people go from disenfranchised. I'm sick of the left. I guess I'm not really a Democrat. Maybe I'm independent to a lot of them just going, you know what? Conservatives are cooler right now. I'm just going to, I'm going to go. I did a show in Houston and there were these three little goth kids in the front row and they were tattooed and they were like 21 or something. And I asked them, I thought they were super liberal. I'm like, what's it like being liberal in Houston? And they were like, nah, F that man. We're conservatives. And I was like, <laughs> you look like undercover Antifa agents. Like what is happening? Like, Yo, bro, watch this Prager U video. Like, You're like, what? Yeah, yeah, you want to go do DMT? and talk about the free market like it was that and it's like yeah man we are pushing these people away like i'm it has nothing to do with privilege or wealth like i'm talking to normal people i've lived in arizona and texas the last couple years not in brooklyn not in los angeles and yeah uh, and 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 their grievances are valid i don't know if that would make me full conservative but the stuff that pushed them away i don't disagree with are you sure? Are you sure the left is pushing them away? Or maybe Turning Point USA is just making really good memes. That's oh, yeah. it. That's it's pulling it. people I, I got to tell you. Uh, so so uh, it was six months ago that I was a hardcore socialist, yeah. uh, authoritarian, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, just absolutely. And um, I wore I, I wore uh, uniforms every day. And then Charlie Kirk <laughs> smiled at me. Yeah, and that's I was like a bolt of lightning. Oh, my God. It was another James O'Keefe setup, dude. Why would <laughs> yeah. you let Charlie <laughs> Cook smile at you like that? They got you. They got me. They got me. No, this is, this is interesting because, um, like, the left, is, in my opinion, has gone absolutely insane. And it's exemplified in a lot of ways. One, I love playing this video from the Juice Media. It's an old video from 2020. I briefly thought you said from the Jew media. And I was like, well, here we go. <laughs> this is a, this, this, this is the episode. My last name is Kilstein. Everyone calm down. You're like, I'm coming here not to get canceled. Good work. All right. Well, let's play it. Hit up the Jew media, everybody. The juice. They're actually like, they, they do produce a lot of progressive stuff today. But um, there's this guy, Hugo Ferrant. I'm probably pronouncing your name wrong, Hugo. He did a thing called Rap News. And Rap News Six is about Cablegate with Julian Assange. Mm. In this in this video, they're defending the release of uh, effectively defending the release of the cables from WikiLeaks, criticizing Hillary Clinton as the secret Terry, keeping secrets in the public, and threatening to prosecute uh, Assange because Australia is in the American Empire and they control the stuff. Alex Jones is in it. Screaming that the globalist, not a commie Nazi fascists are coming. Hell yeah. So, so that depiction of, of Jones is, is the, the 10 years ago when he was like, the government is evil and they're right, trying to right, take right. over. Now they're claiming he is a Nazi. He says in the end, they're trying to turn back the clock on freedom of speech. And so I'm like, if you praise Julian Assange, say that they're trying to turn back the clock on freedom of speech, say Hillary Clinton is, is bad or wrong and depict Alex Jones as someone fighting Nazis, you are right wing. 
But that video was progressive left in 2010. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, you could say, well, that's just what happens. Conservatives, you know, people who are progressive, eventually the whole society culture shifts left. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Hold on there a minute. That's that's ridiculous. No, that's a great point. I I remember, you know, in my super progressive days. Being like the Clintons are tied to Goldman, they're corporate, blah, blah, blah. Then Trump goes, they're tied to Goldman. And it's like, well, he hates women. Mm. <laughs> you know? Now, what, what Trump left out is like, well, he's also part of the swamp, right? Like, so is his team. Like, they're all corporate hacks. However, it was, it's also true. Like, I've been saying that about Clinton forever. Liberals have been saying that about Clinton this, forever. This, this is why I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. Yeah. I, I, I'm like, I don't, but I don't buy it. I don't believe it. I don't care. Uh, in his first term, Trump does a point, you know, I'll, I'll always just say Bolton mm-hmm. Warhawk was one of the worst ideas. Nuts. And, and he had to get rid of him and Bolton betrayed him. Yeah. And, and there was, there were several people that he brought on, but I quickly then saw that Trump was whatever he is outside of that establishment order. He was no new wars. He was uh, pulling our troops out of the Middle East. And I was like, I'll take what I can get. And if, I, if, sure. if Biden's the other other choice, then, uh, you know, then I'm going to I'm going to vote for Trump. So I feel like Elon. I feel like, wow, I guess I'm going to vote for, you know, this guy. But even Vox.com said Trump was moderate. Right. And I still that was back in 2016. And I still was like, yeah, I'm not going to play this game. But now you, you let's 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 throw it back to what we, what we had last night when um, Matt Bender was here. I am uh, uh, traditionally uh, like my political position is is that of like a 2012 liberal Democrat, you know, probably not. I wouldn't even call it moderate or centrist. And the argument the left says is if you have stayed the same place ten, from where you were 10 years ago, then, of course, today you're conservative because the younger generation is, is more progressive. And that's what happens. Right. Like they, they say things like, yeah. And in people from 1954 we're like, this 1964 Civil Rights Act is too much change. I'm just a regular person from 1954. And I'm like, eugenicists in the 19, 1900s and 20s also thought they were the future. They were not. They were wrong. Just because you have ideas doesn't mean they're the future. You could be wrong. So I'll, I'll, I'll say this to, to the Elon thing. I thought it was absolutely fascinating that we had on a progressive who was arguing with me. And my position is pro-choice. And he was like, we were so far apart in our view on abortion yeah. that he was he believed I was conservative and Seamus is the conservative pro-lifer yeah. dude yeah, I think you're he, the problem Seamus. yeah exactly. I'm the issue no, I, do, I think I think he wanted you to be pro-life more than I want you to be pro-life I agree like the the, the arguments were right and you want to do it for babies he wants yeah, to do I it for do Twitter it. <laughs> <laughs> but no yes I want I but no it, it's funny because it's uh this is something you and I have argued about like a number of times on the show, the abortion issue. Like, we, Tim is not, yeah, and we've got heat. Like, Tim is not on the, like, conservative side of the issue. Definitely not. It's the traditional liberal side. I'm glad that you guys make Lydia be quiet during the abortion. <laughs> I know. Stuff. That's the only good thing about this <laughs> oh, show. No, she's, you know what? I know. It's just two sides. She's on, bro. Oh, I know. I follow her on Twitter. I see <laughs> oh, yeah, he knows. I see it. it all. And, and my old woke brain is like, I can't argue with her. She's a woman. It's horrible. Yeah, that's when you pull the woke card. Anytime someone tries to go after your pro-life, be like, uh, my body, my choice. Yeah, I, you know, and, and the button, not to be too earnest, but the, 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 the bummer of that. Is when I'm talking to someone, I mean, Lydia and I were talking about abortion, cause that's how I small talk, uh, before we went on air, like downstairs. And. So that abortion. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's my first Tinder date as yeah, I'm speaking into someone's microphone. Um, is when you have someone who is even moderately on your side, that is the time instead of looking to pick them apart for Twitter or whatever, that's the time to actually talk about Compromise. So like Lydia and I were talking about, and, 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 and me and her are 
pretty far apart on this issue, but we were talking about things we agreed with, like things that um, kids should be taught, like access to contraceptions or sex ed or, you know, whatever. And if one side just goes, you want to kill women, and the other side just goes, you want to kill babies, it's like, well, there's not a ton of middle ground there. But if you find someone who goes, you know, I... I'm pro-life, but yeah, in the case of rape and incest, like I'm torn. That's your opportunity to have a conversation with them. If you have someone who goes, I'm pro-choice, but having an abortion, like, man, like six months in, like that seems kind of rough, right? That's your chance for a pro-life person to have a conversation. And then you guys are talking and then you can actually come up with some sort of, well, how do we stop unwanted pregnancies or how do we work on that? Because that's a solvable issue. Or, well, I, th- I think there's a couple things, not, not necessarily just like stopping unwanted pregnancies. Like, how do we find a home for, for children sure. whose mothers didn't, did plan the pregnancy? And then also, cause one thing I would disagree with is, so I don't believe in any exceptions, but Tim and I have conversations about it pretty frequently. I do think the conversation can be open, but there has to be a belief that like you can reason with the person. I think that's really important. And we've kind of lost that. And like in some cases, yeah. it's warranted, unfortunately. <clears throat> Seamus has made some good points that even in the past month, I've my position shifted. I w- it's 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 not we like we call it the first trimester. <laughs> well, no, so so uh, Seamus mentioned. We, I, I was thinking about this earlier. You were talking about how abortion was the intentional killing of the baby, mm-hmm. and this was like a month or two ago. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're not talking about that. We're talking about if the term pregnancy has to be ended for some reason. And then you were saying yes, and that me- abortion would mean killing the baby. And I said that's not true. I was wrong. And then, because just the other day, we pulled up the CDC definition, which literally says an abortion is a termination of a pregnancy that does not result in a live birth. Meaning, if you would legalize abortion post-viability due to the uh, risk, uh, due, due to the pregnancy causing a risk to the pregnant patient's health, as the law read, you would be saying terminate the pregnancy and not result in a live birth. Why do that when you can just, I, I know, I don't want to, I don't want to get into the issue. I want to just make the point that that was sort of like a realization for me. So my, so, so anyway, I want, I want, I want to stick it back to the politics because otherwise we'll just talk about abortion forever. Thank it God. was, fa- it was fascinating that, you know, Matt Bender is a modern leftist or, you know, progressive, what do you want to call it? We used to be buddies. And he's, he's arguing with me as though I'm not pro-choice because he said that he believes a woman has the right to abort a baby at nine months electively for any reason. Yeah. And, th- and that's what we saw with Eric Adams recently. Jen Psaki, I think before she left, said Joe Biden believes there should be no restrictions. We saw it with, uh, with Northam. We saw it with Kathy Tran. It, I, I read the bill from Colorado, which outright says there, get this, the Colorado bill not only says there can be no restrictions, it says a fetus, embryo, uh, or fertilized egg has no rights under state law. It gets crazier and it goes back further than people realize. In the early 2000s, Obama, as a senator, voted against the Born Alive Act. Yep. Well, so, uh, well, would you, would you say that that is the extreme version, just like these things being floated right now about making miscarriages a crime or birth control a crime? Like, would that be the extreme on the other end or would you not equate the two because babies? Well, well, I don't know anyone who's saying a miscarriage should be a crime. I haven't heard anyone argue that. I I think people, I think people will say that like certain abortifacients uh, should be, but I don't know that they're talking about birth control in general or contraceptives in general. Got it. Yeah, and I think... Uh... This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. 
Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. When we hear th- stuff like that, it's, 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 it's simple enough to just be like, Seamus, do you agree with that? Do you, do you I, think I don't think we're not. But the, part of the problem is like, the okay, whole we, part we, of that is like the framing bothers me because... I, there's, I don't know anyone. I mean, I know a lot of pro-life people. I don't know anyone who says like a miscarriage should well, so, be right, penalized. Right, right. But so, so here, here's the way, the way I see it. It's like, okay, let's try and have a conversation. If someone is convinced, like, I don't know, I saw this story, it said it was true. I'd be like, okay, well, I think that's wrong. Right. We, we agree. Well, we're, and then we're, we're I can also go, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. Maybe it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like I was yes. even ashamed on a, on like a pro-life level. I was sort of ashamed that I didn't really, and, and again, I've never said I was an abortion expert. I'm, there are, you know, feminists and whatever that know a lot more than me. But I, there was a part of me when I started getting Republican friends and this, I uh, just started rounding them up. And <laughs> this came out. I was so used to throwing out my pro-choice tweets. I, you know, had them mm-hmm. locked and loaded, know the formula, blah, blah, blah. Call Ben Shapiro short, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if abortion is wrong, then why is Ben Shapiro <laughs> short? Explain Maybe that. Maybe you should have thought about like, that. Honestly, okay, look, to, be, to, be, to be honest, I don't actually have an answer to that question. He, he does have me there. <laughs> and so, and then suddenly my feed for the first time in my life, my Twitter feed is like, yeah, well, I guess they just want to kill babies. And I was like, wait, she's like, I don't, I don't want to kill babies. Oh, and yeah. I literally realized that I I never had researched. Like you were saying, Tim, like, I don't know. When does it feel? When does it? Be- I, I actually did not know the answer. And I think, again, if every, if people were willing to go, I don't know. Or if someone, if pro-life people, instead of just we're so used to, we have to defend our stuff. We're on Twitter. We're, we're you know, we're on the news. We have to stick to our, stick to our talking point. <sighs> if you can take a second to go. Man, like even you said you're you're not for abortion in any cases, but to take that second to go, dude, I don't know what it would be like to be a woman who was raped and to have to give that baby to term. Right. And yeah, we should talk about it. I'm mm-hmm. not for it, but just I feel like neither side will show empathy. empathy. Amen. Yes, and yeah. that's what we need to do. And then we can disagree and then we can talk. But probably if we're both showing empathy, we can go, okay, this person's actually a decent human who you're doing what you think is right. Right. I, if you think you're saving babies, then I must look like a monster, right? If I think I'm saving women, vice versa. Right. Um, I, I, I got to disagree with you on this. 
the right is notorious for being memed as the debate me side, right? <laughs> mm. Ben Shapiro, why won't you debate me? Oh, right, right, right. So when if I make a YouTube video, there's a, there's there's the there's the there's the um the, the um the rule and the exceptions. If I make a video and I'm like, I believe, you know, conservative policy is or I believe policy is wrong. Conservatives will comment and they'll make arguments at me. If I say policy is wrong and it goes against the left, they will call my advertisers. They'll start contacting, you know, various companies. I'll start getting angry emails. I'll get death threats. So when we say when you say there's no empathy, Seamus, Seamus and I can can disagree on the issue, you know, every day. And we laugh together and we hang out together. Oh, no, no. To be clear, I was saying both sides. Trust me, I've been canceled. Like, I know the left does it. I was saying um, these conversations are important. The fact that you disagree and you can still make jokes about it. Like, that is what's important. And it's weird that the more— What I'm saying, I I disagree. It's not both sides. Oh, oh, okay. It 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 is the rule on the left and the exception on the right. The left will not tolerate deviance. The right— might not, but typically will engage with, is more likely to have a conversation we'll with you. It. This is why we see the Elon Musk poll. This is why, uh, this is why Elon Musk feels the way he, he does. It's why so many people who watch this feel the way they do. Uh, I mean, I can't speak to your experience, but you look at- Not the, good. But people who are, you're, you're on the left, and then all of a sudden they destroy you, yeah. and then people on the right are sitting there drinking a beer like, you want a beer, dude? Like, tell us what happened. Yeah. I mean, that, that is actually what happened. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you said you rounded up a bunch of right-wing friends. I think they rounded you up. They're like, <laughs> yeah. a liberal who got canceled? Get over <laughs> here! <laughs> I was telling my friend the other day, <laughs> if I wrote a book called From Feminist to Freedom Fighter, I would be <laughs> a billionaire. <laughs> Just me holding the flag and a giant red pill. Uh, I would have so much money. You know, I'll, I'll write oh it at this God. point. I've had enough of this. Good. By the way, this whiskey is very, very good. Happy. And <laughs> So strong. I take a sip and just my body is just lit for five minutes. See, uh, he, he knows whiskey. Lauren doesn't. She put that in a paper cup. They, she was, the, she, no, no, no. The, <laughs> old, the only reason I'm not hammered is because they warned me about what yes. Lauren did. And I was like, I'm the, that's why it's next to my giant water bottle. I'm sipping it very Lauren, slowly. Lauren uh, was just grabbed a $1,000 bottle of whiskey <laughs> like, and was just pouring it into a paper cup and drinking like, wow. it. And then I didn't realize, and I looked over, and I was like, Lauren, are you pouring the pappy in the paper cup? And she's like, what's that? What's this? Hell Let's yeah. be real. It's kind of a flex. It's a little bit of a flex. <laughs> it's legit. Yep. Yeah, good for her. I'm like, this is this is like a special drink. You, you I almost drank it out of a coffee mug. Me and Lauren are trash people. <laughs> so So anyway, look. Um, you, well, what you were saying is, you know, the – Lydia and I were talking about this too, which is one of the weirdest things that happened was I could have made money and needed money and I didn't want to be a, you know, center right version of the pretentious liberal that I was. Cause that's what got me in trouble. It was being a self-righteous loud liberal. Then I have an affair and they go, ha ha ha, you're not perfect. You know, th- that was the story. Yeah. Any comic on stage who did what I did, who talked about it, um, especially talked about it with like regret. Like, yeah, I wish I didn't do it. It was awful. Um, you know, no one's getting in trouble for that. But, but so, so you, you, this is what you got canceled over on the left. Yeah. 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 And so, but in the feminist world, a consensual affair got called sexual misconduct. Consensual one night stands got called predatory behavior. And yep. I was like, it's insane. Remember Aziz Ansari? Yeah. He had yeah. a bad date and she was like, it was assault. And he was like, whoa. What? Yeah. The Woodward and Bernstein reporting of babe.net. Is that the article oh, you were talking right. about? It was literally called babe.net. Yeah. There was like no fact checking. I mean, there was a line in the Jezebel article written about me where it said, uh, a girl, a girl that I slept with, sorry, a woman, um, that I slept with, um, 
literally in the article said something along the lines of it was the safest I felt with a man. Something saying that when I'm with women, I treat them well. Mm -hmm. And then said, uh, but a week later, he called me a road F on his podcast. And then Jezebel in parentheses said Jezebel could not find that quote. And it's like, right, because I'm not talking about smashing road poon on my feminist podcast with my wife, you psychopaths. But they still printed that. And that was enough. And that headline will still come up when people are looking for me. I mean, I've had to have something people don't think about with cancellations, like I've lost tons of gigs. Still, this is eight years ago. I am a literally different man. Mm. Um, Every relationship I've had uh, try explaining to elderly conservative parents of your girlfriend what the Me Too movement is or what an open relationship. Like, there's just weird stuff that will haunt you always. But I, I do feel like if you're you're meeting your girlfriend's conservative parents for the first time yeah. and you want to explain to them cancellation, you can be like, a bunch of libs were lying about yeah. me trying, <laughs> trying to cancel me. And they'll be like, we got you. These feminists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah you like, know what? That is probably the move I should do. Do conservatives not ask enough questions? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time because oh. you're like, yeah, no, I got canceled by a bunch of liberals. And they're like, oh, nice. Not like, for what? What happened? Yeah, well, no, no, no. They're, they're going to say, I get it. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. going to say, oh, I know exactly yeah. what that be is. Be like, let me bang your daughter and we'll drink these liberal tears together. Yeah, be if, yeah. it, because if you're like, if you Google search me, there's some bad things that come up. They're going to go. But if you say a bunch of feminists got mad right. and started lying about me. They'll be like, we hear you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to be like, you poor man. And then they're gonna, the father's gonna be like, I approve of this relationship. Yeah. You know what? That's my go-to excuse for anything I do wrong ever again. I'd be like, dude, a bunch yeah. of feminists lied about me. I don't know what that <laughs> is. Like, I, I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry. But we have a recording of you say it. That was from feminist <laughs> recording. Is what it, that it, was. Even with my family, uh, my mom's like, your, your, your brother said that you did this. I was a bunch of feminists lying about yeah, me. Don't, yeah. don't, don't even worry about it. Don't even Shame worry about like, it. You're at, a, you're at a Trump rally and you fart and some woman calls you out. I'm like, it's a bunch of feminists. She's, she's a she feminist and yeah, they're like, oh, she's lying. Yeah, yeah you didn't see, right, you didn't see Antifa run by fart and then yeah. jump into the bushes. It was literally an Antifa super soldier yeah. fart yeah. right behind yeah. me. So, uh, before the show, you were asking me, like, if I had a moment where I, I moved or anything like that. Yeah. And I was, I was saying, like, I'm in, I'm, I'm in essentially the exact same place I've always been, except for like gun control. Right. Because I was moderate on gun control. Now I'm basically two way absolutist. And I've even argued the Constitution guarantees the right of an individual to have nuclear weapons. You want to change it? I'm not saying that it should, it should be that way. I'm saying people had cannons and, 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 and uh, frigates and privateers yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, so for me, I didn't, I didn't change. But the issue is conservatives didn't change either. Everybody changed a little bit. Everybody moved a little bit to the left, actually. You can, you can look at data from the, from the New York Times. Yeah, conservatives seem way cooler with, like, gay people. Right. Like, Trump unfurled an LGBT flag on stage like the RNC or something. Did he do it gaily, though? I, I don't that know. That would have been the flex. But he made, he made a point about how, you know, the, the guy who, uh, you know, shot up the, the, the nightclub, he was like, he's killing our people. And, right. And, and they clapped for it. They were like, yes, like, that's wrong. Mm. And so there, there were a lot of uh, changes that happened. Uh, Trump being okay with gay marriage was yeah. was, uh, you know, how a lot of people were like, okay, like this is this is this is. And Obama and Clinton weren't okay with it. Right, right, right. It got passed because Biden like slipped up on the view, right, <laughs> or something like so, that. So, so I'm watching this uh, this video from Rap News, Rap News number six, and uh, pro free speech, pro Julian Assange, and I'm like, all of these positions right now, if you watch that, you'd be a Trump supporter. And this was back during Occupy Wall, it was like pre-Occupy Wall Street. When they actually, the Rep News guys filmed at Occupy Wall Street, and I'm in the video as part of a group with Anonymous, and we're like yelling stuff. Because when I found out that they were making the video, I I, I saw it on their Facebook. You started and I was spitting like, bars. I know. Right. I was like, let me in, let me in. Like, dude, I love this stuff. I want to yeah. be, I want to be in. So I'm I'm just like an extra in it. Yeah. As we're all like chanting or whatever. 
But if you follow them, if you believed in what they believed back then, you would be a Trump supporter today. Right. Well, I can't remember who made this point, but it was one of our guests. And they said, do you think anyone who was in a coma for 10 years and then woke up today would go, oh, my gosh, things have gotten so far to the right. Like, do you think mm. they'd read the newspaper and see current events and go, oh, my goodness, this country's so conservative now? I, I have uh, – uh, I'll try and keep as much information you know, private as possible, but there are certain individuals of moderate uh, um, prominence who were – let's just say, uh, indisposed for a few years during the Trump administration. And when they came out, they were they were politically homeless and confused because the left was not the left anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I used to hang out with a ton of people in the hacker community uh, back pre-Occupy Wall Street. Can they help my up my Google search if they're listening to this? I mean, yes, they can. That's you guys, shoot me a DM, please. But these are these are like reputation management firms Ugh. these days handle all this stuff. So my hacker friends were pro-free speech. Mm-hmm. Pro edgy comedy. Mm-hmm. They were very, very into super offensive internet posts, trolling, yep. um, goatsy stuff, shock content, mm-hmm. lemon party, all those really awful things. Mm-hmm. Don't let your kids go look up. Don't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something happened. Mm-hmm. Tell the kids Shit about happened. it and then tell them don't look. So there, there are certain people. Who <laughs> well, they'll up, pay the price there, for that there, lemon there party. Certain, oh, I don't even know what that certain is. Certain hackers who end up look. going to prison. Yeah. With a limited access to news and, and, and the, oh. the internet culture. Yeah. They come out. And then all of a sudden, they're like, all right, where's the left? And they're like, we don't like free speech anymore. And they're like, what? Yeah. And they're like, all the things you used to say and do that we were friends with you for, if you do now, we will punish you. I mean, Louis J. Gomez, the Legion of Skanks guys, were called Proud Boys. Louis J. Gomez, who is Puerto Rican. They're some of the funniest comedians in the world. And I did shows with them a couple weeks ago. And their audience is, if you just follow Twitter, you would assume it's an audience of Nazis. And their audience is diverse. They are sweet. Um, they just like good comedy. But now, yeah, your friends get out of jail and Ben Shapiro is the only one defending Dave Chappelle, where the right has suddenly taken on yep. Dave Chappelle. And the left is, it's just, again, isolating and alienating comedy fans. Now, I will say on the other side, and I think this doesn't have to do with left or right it's just tribalism in general i remember something that really disappointed me was i went on a bunch of right-wing shows and i stayed liberal you know i went on glenn beck's it was great we disagreed with some stuff but i got to talk about palestine on glenn beck's show that's dope and we mainly talked about tribalism and i did a bunch of other right-wing shows and again you're a grifter if i go on a right-wing show and i start saying things i don't believe in for money mm-hmm. right if i go on glenn beck's i'm like yeah we can build a wall and it's just stuff i don't believe in but i was still myself so i get like hundreds of new followers and a bunch of people saying the equivalent of i don't agree with you but i like that you're trying to bring people together blah 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 then george floyd gets killed and i start posting a bunch of don't kill black people. Nothing crazy. Not old preachy Jamie. Just bleh, don't kill black people. And which, again, even Trump and Pence ended up saying that that was bad, right? And I remember people, even on my Instagram, which is usually less of a cesspool than Twitter, were like, oh, looks like feminist cuck Jamie's back. Here we go with lib stuff. And the fact that I got canceled by some fake feminists implies that I have to be pro George Floyd being killed. Like, that's why I think tribalism is the problem. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And right now the left is doing it worse than the right, but it still happens on both sides where don't, don't pretend you are above my politics and think I'm a good guy. And 
just while I can be used as a prop. Of course. Where you can just point to me and be like, oh, look at that guy. He's anti-woke. He got screwed over by whatever. I'm like, I don't want to be anyone's prop. I can still have these thoughts that sometimes conservatives will disagree with, sometimes liberals will disagree with. That's why I think it's the rule for the left, the exception for the right yeah. in terms of uh, that animosity. The left is very tribal. If you deviate on one thing, boom, you're right wing. That's crazy. The right, you'll certainly have people, you know, people t- post at me and stuff and all, all, all the time as well. Um, but for the most part, you're, they're not going to, they might yell at you, but that's about it. They're not going to call your boss. Yeah. Do you think a lot of it's just Twitter in general? Cause when I meet liberal people at the gym or on a date or conservative people, I think actually more people than we think feel the exact same way we're talking. You just get the lunatics on both sides on Twitter. No, they're just trying to get info out of you because they work for Veritas. Damn it. Yeah, I knew it. Sorry, dude. Uh, but we met organically. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, there, there's, there, the right-wing lunatics aren't on, on Twitter. They're all banned. What oh, you're, that's actually a good point. You're seeing the sanitized conservative movement on Twitter. And you're seeing the fringe of the left on Twitter. Mm. So this was bad for Democrats. And I, I, I warned about this uh, like three, four years ago. I put it this way. You see two little boys with, a, with, with an adult woman and she's got two little boys with her. One's just drenched in dirt and chocolate and mm-hmm. ice cream. Mm-hmm. And he's all messy looking. The other kid is perfect and clean with a smile on his face. Yeah. And from the outset, you say, okay, that kid is a disaster. He's messy. And that other kid is, is clean and responsible. But the reality is... The mother just doesn't let the clean kid have ice cream. Mm. Uh, uh. So the kid who's allowed to have ice cream makes a mess, and the kid who's not allowed to have it doesn't have the opportunity to make a mess. Right. When Twitter started suspending bad voices or voices they thought were bad on the right, they were making it so that the most prominent conservative people on Twitter were Ben Shapiro, you know, a, a, a practical, logical, moderate conservative guy, or I should say uh, traditional conservative. And then the left is Antifa saying burn it down and, th- and threatening death. So a regular person goes on and says, oh, that's a little too much. Yeah. This, this, this allows Twitter allowing the left to say and, and do crazy things radicalizes people. It, it generates, it charges up the engine. But people on the right are like, I don't want to get banned, so I'm not going to say that. Right. It's actually making people on the right try and dress up and get clean, and the left is running amok, smashing windows, and looking stupid. Which is so funny, because whenever my argument for when people would equate the extremes on both sides is I was like, oh, what, the left wants you to have like too much health care or wants to end <laughs> all the war? Yeah. But yeah, when you start advocating violence, it's like, well, no, that's that's who we're talking about. Exactly. And so this is an argument that people on the far left are still making. So I saw this the other day when the far left was referred to there were all sorts of lefties going oh what does far left mean they really want universal health care and i was like dude the positions you're describing all apply to tim pool but he's called far right it's like well obviously when we're talking about the far left we're talking a lot about the social issues yeah like, but i mean policy wise i think i would not compare universal health care to bombing iraq and Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. but then again you have democrats who are also yeah you know, droning weddings. every democrat voted to fund one of yeah. the largest war packages in history <laughs> with ukraine the rest yeah. oh well yeah. It's like, what, six times what anyone else in Europe has paid? Yeah. We put in $54 billion. Every Democrat, even the squad. Yeah. So, you know, man, that that is – it's funny when, when we have a debate or argument with, you know, Matt on abortion. And I'm like, this has never been a really big issue for me because, for one, I'm not a woman. I'm not a, a, a legal, moral, or theological scholar. I mean, it's I, – I, you know, I had a conversation with Glenn Beck and ultimately – Ultimately, I ended with like, man, I really just don't know. I just feel like there's a barrier for me, and I, I can't really, I don't, I don't know the answer. Such a good, an- like that should be the answer if that. Yeah. But war, yeah. This one's always been very clear cut for me, and I know 
a decent amount about what we do, why we do it, why we want to enforce the petrodollar. I, I bring up all the time the Cutter Turkey Pipeline, Gazprom, all this stuff. And I'm like, it is bad yep. that we are doing these things. If you can go from being, mm-hmm. on, you're, you're like, I'm on the left. And, and I'm like, okay, and you're the anti-war party. And then you vote for Joe Biden. Right. I'm going to look at you and say, huh? Yep. And then when Joe Biden's like, come on, man, give me the biggest war package in history. You're like, okay. I'm like, he's folksy. (laughs) Progressives are pro-war. Yeah. Progressives are pro-war. Liberals are pro-war. Democrats are pro-war. And half the Republicans are pro-war. I mean, I discovered this. I got in a lot of trouble the one time and only time I went on the Conan O'Brien show because I talked all about drone strikes. But I did not talk all about drone strikes under Bush. Bush is when I started talking about war. But Obama was still using drones. So it was under Obama. And the it was me and Kobe Bryant were the only other guests. So not exactly like my audience tuning in. And if you watch the clip, the clip's probably still on YouTube. It goes well with the audience. But I was told it was the most complaints they've gotten. And that's why my belief has always been just principles over party. That's it. Mm. It's if you're anti-war, be anti-war under Bush. Be anti-war under Obama. Yes. Be anti-war under Trump. Be anti-war under Biden. It's that simple. But the fact that there's such cognitive dissonance and not only will suddenly they be pro-war, but then they're just getting defensive and they're acting like you're a monster for criticizing Biden or that Susan Sarandon's the reason Roe v. Wade's being overturned. It's absolute insanity. I'm going to, I'm going to cut them some slack and say, maybe it's not <laughs> Joe Biden. So maybe voting for him, it's not, it's not really the problem. Uh, I'm kidding, by the way, but now I'm going to <laughs> reference this story from Fox Business. Elon Musk slams Biden. The real president is whoever controls the teleprompter. Oof, Musk also on. warned that the U.S. ignores obvious cause of inflation. It could end up like Venezuela. And he went on to say that someone could bump the teleprompter and then Biden would just read it like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> oh so what, what I mean happens. to say is we can't blame those who are supporting Joe Biden because Joe Biden isn't the president. Right. Whoever controls the teleprompter is. But, well, if you put Joe Biden there and he is being directed by somebody else, then you voted for this. You voted for the war. Can we also talk about my favorite part of that story was it was on Fox News uh, before the show and the Fox News anchor had to essentially explain what the movie Anchorman was. He's like, <laughs> it is a satirical line from a <laughs> comedy movie where laughter ensues. Well, you know, the average, uh, uh, I think, what's the average age of Fox News viewers? My grandma. Yeah, 62 seriously. or something. <laughs> what's the, what's the Ron Burgundy? The yeah. anchor right now. It's a comedy my, movie. Oh. Shout out to yeah. my grandma who sent me a happy birthday text. I did yeah. not have her saved in my phone. Oh, but man. this, th- but well, because, we, got a, we got toxic family stuff. <laughs> because I guess the whole show today is just like literally Elon Musk's daily business. Dude, he's just loving life right now. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Just, I gotta, I, I gotta, look, I gotta, I gotta throw back to this one because, while we're doing the show, he responded to Benny Johnson, who tweeted about the the, oh, no. the, the uh, guy saying wokeness hurt cost them money, and he made the like, what is it like a sad depressed face. sad face? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yo. Oof. I'm just gonna say this. They hurt his feelings. The guy insulted him for having Asperger's. Yeah. I think James Pretty O'Keefe funny. may have just saved Elon Musk like ten billion dollars. I think so. Maybe twenty billion dollars. These videos coming out right now. I will, I believe, I'm just, I, I'm not a lawyer, but it sounds like it could give Elon Musk an actual legal argument as to, uh, to negotiating a lower price or even having the contract, be, contract be broken, no fee. So if, if either, if, if Elon breaks the Twitter buyout contract, he's got to pay a billion dollars. 
If Twitter breaks the contract, they got to pay him a billion dollars. Oh, my God. With these videos coming out, Elon's clearly seen them both. He can probably go to a court and say, they did not disclose to me these things. Elon's kind of made Twitter fun again. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like almost like Trump. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, Twitter was so fun under Trump. When, it's like, when people even, I mean, I was, I was not a Trump supporter. I was still pretty <laughs> progressive. But if you are really going to look me in the eye and say when the Democratic debate was going on and Trump just tweeted, boring, and all kinds, <laughs> that, that wasn't the funniest oh, thing in the world. You're a liar. So you are a liar. Well, I mean, Kofifi. Yes. It's got its own Wikipedia entry. <laughs> and, it, and it said, despite the negative press, Kofifi. Yes. And I think they were right, despite the negative press coverage, but then uh. mashed it with their thumb and accidentally sent it. Or like put it in their pocket and it went off. Wonderful. Something happened and we got the word Kofifi. Just delightful. It was great. Who was, was it? Days, was it Michael Malice or am I misremembering who said something like, congratulations to all the former Trump reply guys who can be Elon Musk reply guys? No. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> that sounds like a Malice thing, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I wonder if the Elon Musk deal will actually end up going through now. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Who yeah. knows? He, Maybe he, he put Project Veritas up to this so he could get out of it. He's like, this is a mess. I don't want any part of it. I low-key thought that and was like, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> so then in the skit, James takes his mask off and it's Elon the whole it's time. It's Elon, Elon. Yep. yep, yep, yep. No, I think it's fascinating, though. Um, I wonder if it – I mean, clearly this email went out. It looks like Veritas targeted Twitter employees recently. You know, it was the end of April, beginning of May. All this was going down. So it seems like – Elon Musk might make save billions of dollars thanks to the journalism of Project Veritas. Have you met O'Keefe? Yeah, yeah, we've had him on the show several times. What's his deal? Like cool dude, chill dude. Yeah, chill dude. Fascinating. Loves musicals. Yeah, Yeah. really. Uh, He does. Well, turns out I'll get along with him. Yeah, Yeah, he was in. uh, What was the musical? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Stop it. Yeah, he's no. Yeah, he's great. And and he was like the main dude, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was. I think he was just doing an undercover operation. Yeah, that's what it was. (laughs) Because only dude. Anytime that's the thing. Anytime he does anything that he could consider embarrassing, he's like, it was an operation. It was an operation. He just busts in after I got so excited and so gaily was like, he did Oklahoma. That's my favorite. They're like busted. He's busted. like, actually, a bunch of feminists were mad about me. They spread that rumor. It's yeah, not true. true. I was never <laughs> in Oklahoma. I love it. No, James is great. Yeah, he loves to sing and dance. He loves Phil Collins. He's fantastic. Dude. Yeah, All right. Well, cool. time yeah. to do some research on old James O'Keefe when I yeah, get home. Literally, awesome. the skit would be literally everything he does is a sting. So he's at like the supermarket and he's like looking shifty eyed as he like grabs a box of Lucky Charms and like puts in his. <laughs> why, why, why Lucky Charms? Why huh? Lucky Charms? Huh? You, know why. you, you know, know why. You know why. You all know why. It's unbelievable. It's because you left a box of Lucky Charms. I did leave. I'm not going to lie. I did leave a box of Lucky Charms. It was sent by a fan. It was sent by a fan. It was sent by a fan, to be fair. So uh, I wasn't opposed to it. Elon Musk is criticizing Joe Biden. And I don't I don't I don't know what else to say other than he's uh, I I won. Well, I was going to say something um, uh, back to what you were asking me with, with the cancellation. And I also do wonder if Elon with the, I'm going to vote Republican is either trolling because you don't know who you're voting for. There are horrible Republicans or mm. there's also part where I remember when I did start to go on the right wing shows and you know, five people on Twitter were like, Oh, here we go. Here comes grifter. He's going to go all Dave Rubin and become super conservative or whatever. I agree. And yes. for me, I, didn't 
because I mean, I thought about it. I was like, maybe I am conservative. And then I did yeah. watch a Ben Shapiro video and I was like, ah, damn it, I'm not. And, <laughs> and uh, like, ah. but then, but, it, but, it you're, was, you're, but he did destroy you. He did. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I got destroyed. It's not for me. He G- was destroyed in the hallway. Do I have what? You were GOP curious. I was GOP. So you like yeah. turn the lights real low. You got under the covers. You put on Ben Shapiro. Bro, and that's, you're like, that's literally what I did. <laughs> I mean, the first time I heard Jordan Peterson, I thought he was just going to be screaming to kill trans people. No. And I was like, okay, okay. My heart was racing. I was like, I'm going to watch the Rogan. And he was like, make your bed. And I was like, he was like I should make my bed. He and was like, I don't like large women on the cover. <laughs> 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 that's right. Segway. 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 Yeah. Segway. Yeah. But I, I also remember having this moment, and maybe this sounds pathetic, but whatever when i walked into some of those offices and having and and this was you know i had girlfriends but i hadn't really jumped back into a social circle i wasn't doing comedy uh i was kind of doing jujitsu but going into these offices and having everyone know me hug me not shame me women like hosts of the show put their hands on my shoulder and be like i'm sorry what happened to you sweetie i'm like sorry what happened to me but i'm I'm the bad person. I'm the monster. There mm-hmm. is something about when a pylon happens and then the other side is just kind to you and sometimes with an agenda, but sometimes just because I know a lot of really nice conservatives. I mean, I've had conservatives put me up when I was homeless and we agree on nothing, mm-hmm. whereas all of my Brooklyn woke friends you didn't call. To Are see you well, telling me they don't care right about, now. about the homeless? Right. That's crazy. <laughs> Or are you telling me you need a place to stay? Like, <laughs> you're trying to blackmail me here. You're like, they care about the homeless because they have to move them to gentrify look, look, look. the black parts yeah, of town to get more Starbucks and maca cafes or whatever. True. Well, uh, Occupy Wall Street. Yeah. I was physically threatened numerous occasions. I was physically attacked three different times, you know, during marches or at the park. And then I see a bunch of, you know, Trump supporters, you know, people with shields, waving flags. I walk over and they're like, you want to grab a bite and talk? Ugh. And it's just like, look, man. I don't have to agree with, with the conservatives, but if they're willing to sit down and have a burger and say, well, I disagree, let's have a nice day. Right. Well, and the other side is like, we brought crowbars. Huh. Right. Well, I'll take, I'll, I'll take a step further. When I went on, it's called the Real Ass Podcast, Louis J. Gomez, who from Legion of Skanks, mm-hmm. his podcast, again, he has been called a proud boy. There was a gay comic on, and the gay comic was like, asked him about his use of the, the F word, the other F word. And Louis was like, look, I've said it forever. I've never said it towards a gay person. It's just the way I came up with comedy. But I tell young comics, you know, don't say it. I wouldn't say it. And most importantly, and I know Lewis very well, and this is – I can vouch for this. He's like, if I ever saw a gay person being called that, I would step in and I would do something about it to the guy who's being homophobic. Whereas any one of my old lefty friends, if they saw a gay person getting beat up – they would run away to the nearest Starbucks to maybe tweet about it. Yeah, they would write a blog post about it, for sure. I was in Portland. Proud Boys were marching. They had a planned march. Antifa decided to counter-march and confront them. The police had to separate the two groups. The Proud Boys started marching. Proud Boys group was, you know, people of different races were there. I I think it was mostly white people, probably. And uh, we got to this point where all of a sudden Antifa started yelling racial slurs at the black Proud Boy. Really? Yeah. And there's videos of Antifa oh, yeah. yelling racial slurs at police. Ugh. There's a black cop and they're yelling just racial slurs at racial slurs at him. So they start yelling a racial slur at this uh, at this black proud boy, and so he breaks from the crowd and starts going across the street. Yep. And they're they're yelling slurs like they're I think they're yelling the N word. I think they're yelling uh, uncle. You know yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. say it. I don't want to entertain it. But they were yelling like the N word and uh, and other uh, other words the C word whatever. 
He goes across the street. Another proud boy runs up to him and grabs him and says, don't take the bait, dude. Don't listen to them. Mm. And then he grabs him and says, don't let him don't let him make you hate, man. You're my brother. We're here together, man. Oh. We love you. We care about you. And then they put their hands together. and It's like, let's get to it. Let's 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 stay focused. And they right. and they brought him back in. There's a video. There was an uh, uh, an ice protest. And Antifa's outside, and they're just screaming the N-word at these black cops. Yikes. Yo, man. Bad looks. Yeah, Occupy I- Wall Street segregated people based on race. They, you're, you're in, the, in the caucus voting system where they would be like, okay, the, everyone, everyone got a working group or a caucus. Your working group was the work you did. The caucus was your race or gender or you know, identity or whatever. Yeah. They had the black caucus, the Asian caucus, Latino caucus. So you literally were voting on resources based on your racial group. Well, and I remember even – with Ferguson and some of the Black Lives Matter protests, there were also black people stopping other, I mean, a lot of times white, uh, BLM marchers from vandalizing mm-hmm. or from, and it should show you that if you are on the right and think everyone who has marched for Black Lives Matter is evil, no, there are really good people who would do the exact same thing. If you think that there are proud boys who are all violent, no, there are people who will do the right thing. And again, if those voices were the ones that would be highlighted more instead of the fringes, we would actually probably agree on more than we think we would. Let's uh, we'll we'll do a ridiculous segue and we'll talk Back about Doctor Peterson. I have oh, been yes. so excited about this. Yeah. So um, I I had to respond to Jordan Peterson. Uh, the New York Post reports Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover model critic Jordan Peterson quits Twitter after backlash. Bye for now. I told Lydia his away message should have just said no fatties. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> For sure. So, For so sure. there's a uh, New York Post posted this uh, o- uh, morbidly obese woman yeah. on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And Dr. Jordan Peterson said, sorry, not beautiful. And no amount of authoritarian tolerance is going to change that. I hmm. uh, <laughs> I thought it was really funny. I thought huh. it was sweet. And I, I, I think him decided, you know, Jordan, I think he's great. I'm a big fan. I think him deciding to get away from Twitter for a little bit is probably a good idea. For sure. Seamus put it well. You said... Uh, oh, just about picking your battles. Choose your battles, yeah, man. You know, there's you know? something in that. I kind of feel like when, you, when, you, when you're swimming in the swamp for too long... Actually, there's a better way to put it. Be careful uh, when fighting monsters lest you become yes. one. Mm-hmm. For when you gaze into the abyss, the abyss gazes back. Peterson would know that. And so when I saw this, I kind of felt like... Are you calling fat people monsters? Just to be clear. Uh, <laughs> Timothy. Jordan Peterson You came here to cancel down. him. <laughs> Where's monsters. the camera? I'm under cover, baby. <laughs> no, I, I kind of feel like... Here, here's, here's the issue. Let me show you these photographs. Here, here's Cosmo we've mentioned before. That's this a lie. is healthy. It's a morbidly obese mm-hmm. woman. Here's another morbidly obese woman says this is healthy. I I think these are awful. I think these are dangerous. I think they're wrong. I think you should not encourage people to be unhealthy. Uh, Obesity can cause cancer. There was a big uh, uh, row in the UK because there was an ad that was put up that said the number, I think it was like the number one cause or like number two cause of cancer or something. And it was obesity. You had to guess the letter. And people were like, this is fat shaming. So they they, they also had the beach body ad of like beautiful women taken down or a place with fat women. I'm like, that. I can understand when they're trying to encourage. This is a cover of Sports Illustrated. They put a fat chick on it. My response was, yo, Dr. Peterson, some guys like fat chicks. Yeah. Like, let them have their day. That was you my favorite I mean? take, dude. Well, but, but also, it's like the fact that the argument went from don't sexually objectify women to like, make sure you're more inclusive with your sexual objectification. Exactly. <laughs> it's so strange. But that's literally yeah. where the left went. Like, no, the larger women should be objectified as well. My favorite yes. part. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it's like larger my, women. My favorite part of the day was after you tweeted that, imagining all my old liberal friends being like, oh, no, do I be mad at Tim Pool or Jordan Peterson? And having to like, 
pick a side and just heads exploding everywhere. You know, you know, it's funny. It's how, how it works on Twitter is if um, they they don't see the things I tweet unless someone screen grabs it. And the only reason they'll screen grab it is if they can mock it. Sure. So when there are tweets where I'm just like, yeah, like let, let you know, some people like fat chicks. Like, so funny. Let them have their day. You know what I mean? I was just like, I'm not. Look. Saying, encouraging it, saying it's healthy, partly. They, they're partly encouraging it. They're, 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 they're putting on the cover of magazines. But I'm also just like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too concerned about them showing a, a morbidly obese woman on the cover of Sports Illustrated, but I do have questions. And so the one thing I would say is, if Jordan Peterson criticized it appropriately, I would, I would be in total agreement and yeah. we'd be talking about it. What he said was authoritarian tolerance, <sighs> not lot. beautiful. It was, yeah, it's it was like, lot. It was like taking a sledgehammer to a, you know, like a wood nail or something. And then something. it was so easy because then everyone just started posting sad pictures of Jordan <laughs> Peterson. Yeah. And I was saying, I mean, he could have just maybe texted a slightly cuter member of the like intellectual dark web, just shot Sam Harris and <laughs> yeah. be like, hey, can you post this? <laughs> exactly. Sam's got dreamy eyes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I agree with you on the health thing. I, when I taught jujitsu, um, I've I've had a lot of people come to me because they were overweight and they were really sad about it and they were embarrassed about it and I I don't I haven't talked about this publicly recently I wrote about it like a decade ago but I've struggled with binge eating I mean you would call it an eating disorder if it was a woman you would say I have an eating disorder um, mm-hmm. food issues are hard man and at the times I've been overweight I've hated myself and I still have body dysmorphia mm-hmm. even though I train every day and. Uh, but what you're saying about health is so important. Number one, if you just, quote unquote, if you actually fat shame people, not what the left say is fat shaming. If you actually fat shame people, that's not going to help them, right? If I see right. someone down the street, I'm like, hey, fatty or whatever, they're not going to be like, oh, I better get to a jujitsu class. They're right. going to hate themselves more. And by the way, same with but, me. But Seamus would laugh and then high five you and that would feel really Why? Good. Why are you? <laughs> why, why are you making this about me? He would never. He'd be like, yeah. Cow. What are you talking about? What have I ever indicated that that would be my response to someone heckling a stranger? <laughs> the, the craziest fat shaming story I have when I had the old progressive podcast, and I told this on a Rogan, I think, but it still horrifies me, is there's a dude who wrote in and he said his doctor said, yeah, same deal, morbidly obese, essentially said he's going to die. And he had kids and was like, I don't know what to do. So I wrote him an email. I sent him a bunch of healthy recipes. I found him a jujitsu place. I actually emailed uh, Tim Spriggs, who ran the jujitsu school. I was like, oh, I remember that guy. Six months later, eight months later, whatever it is, he writes into the show and he goes, hey, dude, my doctor just said he's never seen such a quick turnaround before. My kids are so proud of me, my and I'm man. and I'm entering my first white belt jujitsu. Oh, uh, cool. Now, Lydia, you're reacting like a normal human being, right? Right. We got six to ten emails the next day saying by reading that email we were fat shaming them, and that's when I go. And I was still in my most progressive, most woke. I was like, you would rather this dude die and orphan his kids than temporarily. Feel bad about yourself and maybe let that inspire you to, I'm not saying if you don't do jujitsu, you're a 
fatty. Right. I'm not saying it's a totalitarian, whatever. <laughs> George authoritarian. Yeah. I don't do jujitsu. Not beautiful. Yeah. Seamus. But fatty unless But hold on. But can I ask you something? Would it yeah. be helpful if, like, you had a personal trainer who was like, you are going to be an authoritarian fatty. <laughs> like, you need to lose That'll the weight. Yeah. Make this app. Do Make you? the Jordan Peterson weight loss app. Yes. We have, that's another sketch. We, we have that's to another sketch. I said clean your room, not your plate. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's so good. I'm writing that down. Oh, Just inspired. a bunch of lobsters going, shame, 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 shame. I love it. Can I just say, before we move on, yep. this was my red pill. When I was 11 years old, yeah. I looked at the healthy at every size move, and I was like, these ladies are not healthy. And I want to say there are two things here. One is subjective. That is beauty. You and everyone yeah. else is welcome to think that this lady is beautiful. She is. She's, She's very a, yeah. pretty. 100%. She's solid lady. She's a chunky queen. She is a chunky queen. She is thick with three Cs, and I. there's no mm-hmm. problem with that. I appreciate it. However... The other is the objective. And this is what I was seeing when I was 11. I was like, dude, these ladies are not healthy. This is not good. This lady is not athletic. I'm not sure why she's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Sure. I don't think she plays a sport other than, I don't know. Hot dog eating contest. Hot dog eating contest. <laughs> yes, thank you, Tony. I tried <laughs> I to do it straight face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the eye contact you two made <laughs> before that line came out was beautiful. I was like, I know what sports she plays. But anyway, it's like, she's not healthy. And I know this isn't going to be good for her down the line. Now, Tess Holiday really troubles me because she's... Literally, like, for Tim is just cracking. I'm just imagining Sports Illustrated doing, like, the 12th <laughs> annual hot Covering it. Yes. I see it. No, don't predict the future. Stop this. Stop this. It's not okay. Tess Holiday is, like, 400 pounds. She's like, I'm so proud of myself. I'm so healthy. I'm like, B word. No, you're not. You absolutely aren't. This like, so I don't healthy. want anyone to hate themselves. Exactly. Right? Like, I don't. It's sad. It's sad to think of someone hating themselves because they're fat, and there are a lot of people. I'm sure even listening to this show who spiral about that. But it's and it, but it's it's worse to hate yourself so much that you end up in denial. And you're it's the same as when you tell your friends, "Hey, I'm going to quit drinking because you have a drinking problem," and your other friends are drinking problems. They're like, "Well, is your problem that you're a little bitch?" And they're trying right. to get you to keep drinking. Right. And it's like, bro, if I'm an alcoholic and you are pushing me to do it so you can feel better about you know drinking on the weekends because you don't want to see your wife and little spite kids, then it's like that's on you. Yeah. Like that's messed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm well, legit thinking that the future of Sports it. Illustrated <laughs> is going to be a whole bunch of really Pie messed eating. up stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's because. Like, angrily tweeting. Oh my well, goodness. we know because <laughs> have you ever seen what's that? What's that uh, morbidly obese women's clothing store? Oh, Torrid. Torrid. Yeah. Oh lord. Like they they have mannequins that are morbidly obese. Oh, interesting. And I'm do they just, just tie five other mannequins together? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can get in trouble on YouTube for anyway, saying. Anyway. <laughs> no, but I but I'm like mannequin shaming. There's a conspiracy theory. You know the Dove Real Beauty campaign. Yeah. Uh, do you know who owns Dove? What, what's the parent company of Dove? Oh, no. It's Unilever. Yeah. Oh, no. Unilever, Unilever owns another another brand. Oh, no. Ben and Jerry's. Oh, boy. <laughs> so yeah. there was a conspiracy Stop. theory that they were, you know, for, at a higher level, were looking at, like, we want women to eat more ice cream. I was wondering why the woman in the shower using Dove was eating cherry Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure there's, like, a meme about it. But, I mean, it makes sense. If you were in a business... And you're like, we want to sell soap to women and we also want to sell ice cream. But all these super thin models are making people not want to buy ice cream. Put the fat women in the, in the soap commercial and the women will be like, that's like me and they'll eat ice cream. I, th- and then Sports Illustrated will have ice cream eating contests and they're amazing. <laughs> yes. what, what, what I mean is if, if the average woman is obese, then Sports Illustrated is going to start putting more and more obese women on the cover. So with the, the body positivity thing, 
I want to sort of piggyback on something Lydia said. I actually, I don't agree with the idea that beauty is subjective. I, I do mm. believe it's subjective. There are some elements of our, like, experience of it, which is subjective. Stop hitting on me. I know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but my problem is that, you know, what the body positivity could have been effective, movement could have been effective at is saying something like, look, not everyone is physically beautiful in the same way, but just because someone isn't beautiful doesn't give you the right to treat them poorly yes, because yes, a person's yes, yes, value yes, yes. Exactly. is not limited to their physical appearance and someone shouldn't be treated poorly because they don't look good. Yes. And so instead they decided to say, actually, everyone looks good. Wait, and what did that do? That solidified this idea that actually appearance is what gives you your value. Because if we tell you you don't look good, then we are telling you you're worthless actually, because in- that's what we believe. So we just have to, instead of challenging our understanding of what beauty means, we have to say, no, 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 everyone's beautiful. That way we can say everyone means something. Well, instead uh, of acknowledging that beauty so, is not so the only just a, quick, of a person's value. A quick fact check. Agreed. Quick fact check. We have here... The Dove Real Beauty campaign, which was average to obese women, and I think they even had some, some, some amputees. Yeah. Ben & Jerry's parent, Unilever. Dove, owner, Unilever. Mm-hmm. No. Conspiracy confirmed. Oh, boy, it's happening. Well, what I was going to say, I love what you just said. That's and yeah. also, the times, even when I've been struggling, whether it's with depression Suicidal ideation, uh, uh, binge eating, whatever it is, the times where someone actually made me feel good about myself is when I would lock in and want to double down. Yes. The times where I would just go, you know what? I'm a fat piece of garbage. Mm. Well, then what does a fat piece of garbage do? He certainly doesn't train the next day. He feels bad. He's got to fill the sad hole in his heart. So he starts eating more food. Or you just go, well, this is what everyone thinks I am anyway, right? So Sports Illustrated, you actually have this opportunity to do something like what you said. But then also – Write an article about, hey, you don't think you're an athlete? Have you tried these kind of sports? Have you tried skateboarding? Yeah. Have you tried jujitsu? Have you tried something? Yoga? I failed yeah. gym class. Literally failed gym <laughs> class in that. high school. I'll tell you how. You get stoned every day and pretend you don't have your shorts. That works, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then I found jujitsu at 17, and I was like, I always wanted to learn how to fight because I grew up watching cheesy martial arts movies, and I fell in love with jujitsu and accidentally became an athlete because I found something <laughs> I loved. You can – Help people. You said you felt so much better. So did, did you like give up sugar? Cut out, cut out uh, bread and sugar. Yeah, and like I want to ask you advice about that after the show. But it's because I'm feeling Whoa. good about myself. A heaping spoonful of almond flour, a heaping spoonful of walnut flour, one egg. Yeah, mix it up, microwave for one minute. Boom, you got a keto biscuit. Ooh. Then I cut Ooh. it and I put cheese, egg, and bacon on it. And that's breakfast. Oh my god, that sounds really good. Yeah, yeah. All right. You know, I think I think the issue is when you're younger, you need a bit more food, especially if you're athletic. Yeah. For me, one of the issues was I used to eat like eight thousand calories per day because I would skate for eight hours a day. Yeah. Mm. And so it was just a machine. When I got older and started skating less and doing you know news and stuff more, I still had the habits of eating big meals, and then you know I gained weight from it. Right. 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 So now I'm like I still skate a lot, but it's remarkable that in the past. Yo, bro, I, I, it's remarkable how little I eat relative to what I was eating last year. Yeah. And it's crazy. Pro- and you probably feel great. That's the thing. When I'm eating unhealthy, sure, I could say, you know, I love my beer gut. I love my whatever, but I don't feel well and I get depressed <laughs> and I sleep later, which yeah. means I don't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And the times where I'm training and the times where I'm eating healthy, I feel good and you want people to feel good. Exactly. And again, it's 
you don't have to say not beautiful, but man, you can also encourage people to be healthy because you want them to feel good. You don't want them to be depressed. The times I'm eating like crap, the times I'm overweight, it absolutely ties into my depression. It's horrible. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and no one really openly says this, right? They'll just apply this principle to different categories all the time and hope you don't notice. But there's this weird pervasive idea that like everyone is equal in every single way. So no one's smarter than anyone else. No one's more beautiful than anyone else. No one's stronger than anyone else. And it's just not true. It's just not true. Now, again, what we should be promoting, and this is certainly what I believe, is that you know humans are made in the image and likeness of God. Every single person has this unfathomable value. But instead... Because we have limited people's value to what they bring to us instead of what they are solely without seeing them as full persons in order to compensate for that, we have to say, okay, well, yeah, people really are just their physical makeup and they don't have any intrinsic value besides these specific things we decide to assign value to, but they're all equal in those categories. So it's fine. I'm not caught up in the news. Who's this God fella? <laughs> well, so, yeah, sorry, that, was, that, that was my old godless <laughs> lefty. Days. So, for those in the chat that are getting triggered by my eating eight thousand calories comment, <laughs> yeah, I'm clear. I'm, I was being, I was exaggerating. A little hyperbolic. Yeah, I was saying like I'm eating an exorbitant amount. Like, how are you not like dead? Eating eight pizzas. <laughs> well, but no, if uh, but I, but I will tell you, it's like uh, not every day, but days before and sometimes after, it would be excess of three thousand calories, and like, yo, guys, oh, if I train twice a day, I'm murdering food. So. All day. Breakfast with like uh, um, meat, potatoes, uh, eggs, toast. You're looking at like you know 800 with a glass of orange juice or a thousand. Then you then you've got lunch, which was a couple sandwiches, and looking at another six seven hundred. For dinner, you get Panda Express double orange chicken with a big thing of rice. Yep. It's like three to five thousand, depending on what you're eating. Some days we get like we get Panda Express three times. Yeah, I also but what, 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 seriously skating for eight hours a day, drenched in sweat, like. I'm not kidding, man. No, a lot of my pro athlete friends can eat garbage. Like, there's a jiu-jitsu fighter who is famous for trying to get a Panda Express sponsorship. And there's a, there's <laughs> so another good. one who only eats in and out and five guys and stuff. And they look great and ripped and shredded. But they're, I'm sure the inside of their body is dying. Which, by the way, <laughs> it's you could put that dude on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And he'd look great. There's, like, the whole skinny fat thing. But, again, yeah. he will be dead at 40. Yeah, and that's why it was a red pill for me. I was like, they clearly don't care about women because they – it looks to me like they actually want them to die young. You can't tell me that you want these women to see their grandchildren. It looks like you don't even want them to live past 40. I got to say, I think it was Bill Maher who said this, but you don't see fat 90-year-olds. And it's it's not wow. to be mean, but it's oh, it's true. Yeah, it's very about, sad. Yeah. It's very sad, but it's true. You don't. It's like, well, if you care about people and you want to help them live longer exactly. lives, you should try to encourage them. And like you pointed out, in a healthy way. You're not, Don't be a jerk don't about it. Shame but, yeah, I, I don't shame them. But you I've should still made... try to encourage them to get healthy. Yeah. 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 No, one of my friends just hit me up today about starting jujitsu and he's a big dude. And I wasn't just like, Oh, thank God, fatty. What is your <laughs> wife not doing you anymore? Oh, geez, yeah. I just literally without saying it, you know, I left him a voice awesome, memo yeah, on Instagram and was like, Hey, you're coming in with me. I'll take you into class. I'll make sure you don't have to pay. Let me make you feel comfortable. Blah, blah, blah. And I just told him, I told him I wasn't athletic and jujitsu is what made all the stuff I said to you guys. And it's like, I'm so hyped to help this dude. And you know, a lot of people who are overweight, they just kind of silently suffer and they hate themselves and right. they feel, and, and again, I, I've been there on a million different levels. Um, and I don't think this stuff is helping them. Again, I think the Sports Illustrated thing is harmless, but I think all that stuff that said like healthy is just like exactly. liable. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. there's, there's some harm in the Sports Illustrated thing. 
I just think, you know, Dr. Peterson went a little too far. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand like, that. Pull back a little bit, you know, like I would, I would put LOL and be like, no thank you or something. Yeah. LOL, you know, <laughs> LOL, no thank you. Even that Jordan. though would be like kind of a, that would be kind of a wild tweet to see from Jordan Peterson. That would have been, <laughs> it was like, LOL, LOL, LOL no, thank no thank you. you. That would have been incredible, dude. <laughs> Yo, that would have been yeah. incredible. Jordan, he tweeted that he's like had his staff change his password. He's getting away from temptation, getting off Twitter because it's toxic and the barrage of insults. And I'm just, I just, I'm, I'm confused by that. Um, I got, I get it. For some people, having just millions of people tweeting hateful things at you, you know, some people can't handle that. He's very sensitive. Tim loves it. He's like, I, uh, are you kidding? Like, <laughs> what? I'm trending right now. I've been Woo, trending for like four days straight. And you know, what I do. I posted the Elmo <laughs> fire emoji. Like, say my name. <laughs> this is, this is what I need to learn from me. I almost asked you this when we were hanging out <laughs> earlier, skill, but I right? wanted to save it for the show. Yeah, because so I had John Cleese on my podcast and like a month or two ago. And if you guys from Monty Python, blah blah blah. And he's been canceled a bunch this year. And he told me he doesn't know why. And he's like, I don't look. Someone <laughs> says, hey, you're trending on Twitter. And he goes, all right, I don't care. And then he goes and he lives with his, you know, Monty Python money and lives a happy life, right? What I think one of my problems was that I couldn't take it mentally. Like I was suicidal. I did disappear and stuff like that. And so now that I'm sort of just diving into comedy and in comedy, you don't really care as much and you can make things jokes and that's all that matters because my problem too was i was i was just niche famous enough to get canceled but like not famous enough to have a savings account or like a pool and so you know i see like john cleese and i go well yeah you don't have to look at twitter but i gotta get booked at the chuckle hut in kansas city and have a (laughs) you know creepy anonymous twitter account like dming their gm and so but i also think that part of the reason you blew up was that not caring and by you not caring you were establishing your loyal fans which I didn't do I just like peaced out because I thought I was so, gonna well, die I, I come from the Man. internet era of you like trolling to like you go on forums and you post things to get attention right so when those I see those were the like, people that all called me cucks I'll see like you know you know Vosh trends a whole lot as well really yeah 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 and so like I'll see you know he'll, he'll be tweeting like like a thousand four hundred and I'll be like those are rookie numbers you gotta get those numbers <laughs> up Vosh but he, he had a funny tweet too he said I forgot what he said, but he said, I have, I have, I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase, but it's something like, I have stared to the eyes of the, of the beast and nothing scares me more than this, this monster. And it was a screen grab of Vosh trending. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. For, you know, look, criticize really the guy funny. and all that stuff. I thought that was a funny tweet. That's very funny. But, uh, when I, yeah, when I see like Tim Pool trending and I'm like, why is it so low? Like, Come on, man. It's, it's, it's like, it was like 3,900 just a little I bit ago. So what like, about when if you, were, if you hate me, get those numbers up, baby. Well, what about when you were like coming up dealing with the hate or when you didn't have as strong a network? I mean, the, the, the truth is I literally just never cared. You think so, so like when we started, I care this, so much guys. When, no, but, but look, when we started doing this show, we were getting like, uh, I don't know, shy of a thousand concurrence or something. Yeah. I don't care. I wanted, I wanted to do the show because I was bored. It's right. Like, I want to do it. Right. And then people say nasty things about you and they criticize you and you're just like, Oh, I guess, man, I grew up on the internet. People yeah. say nasty things all the time. You also always had, because I realized one of the reasons that I'm so confident right now is because of the, I have a solid community for the first time in my life. In Texas, in jujitsu, in comedy, where I have, my favorite comics are my friends. Even just doing this with you guys. I'm like, okay, cool. I have like new friends now. Um, my jujitsu community. If people say, untrue things about me in jiu-jitsu unlike my old friends who were like well i can't tweet about jamie i don't want to lose my free internship at the nation it's like these <laughs> jiu-jitsu guys they don't 
care at all. Right. They're like, yo, we will go to war for you. Do you need us to go to war for you? Yep. Do you need my lawyer? I will give you my lawyer. Like literally doing things like that. And Real so community. That's what I was going to say is I wonder if even when you didn't have huge fans, you had your crew. Nope. And whereas I didn't have anybody. No, I have no crew. I mean, like I go, to, I, I show up at Occupy by myself. And for the most part, you know, half the people got beef with me, half don't. And I'm just like, I'm doing my thing. And you just didn't care. Yeah, I don't care. I never cared. I mean, uh, I, I care about, like, I care about freedom, personal responsibility. I care about truth. I care about. That, okay, so what about when people say stuff that isn't true? Because that'll happen to me sometimes where I'll post something and someone just writes, you were accused of sexual assault. And I want to just go, no, I wasn't. Because I wasn't, but I also don't want to address it. And that horrifies I me. I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's annoying, but then there's also like, Someone with a hundred followers will say something that's not true, and I'm like, okay, I could respond to them and try and convince one person, or I can do my show and convince a million. Right. So right. I'm just gonna keep doing my just thing. getting bigger, getting bigger. We gotta go to super chats. If you haven't already, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Head over to TimCast.com. We're gonna have a members-only segment, probably talking about the apocalypse and ten dollar gas. Mm. So uh, again, TimCast.com. That'll be up around eleven. Let's read. All right, let's see. Woot do for you said fact check. The Twitter engineer said he worked four hours last quarter, not per week. Holy moly. Oh, wow. Is that, so it's even worse. That's horrible. Good All right. Him. We were doing that dude a solid. Right. I would <laughs> yeah, work seriously. four hours. We were trying quarter. to cover for him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's four hours a week. It's a lot. Let's see. Shame train. Tim and crew, how long do you predict until the U.S. completely fractures and things get truly violent to keep being you? Some people were chatting that Vosh was saying the leftists need to get armed or something, but I don't know if that's true because I didn't see it. I just saw it in the chat. Also, and none of us know how to shoot guns, so it's fine. We're all just going to accidentally like friendly you fire guys. each other. <laughs> oh my god! You? Uh, I, I actually started trading with Tim Kennedy and those oh, cool. she- and the Sheepdog guys you, in Austin. I'm that's so what jealous. switched my gun views. So, so jealous. But, but who is we in that one? Oh me? Oh him? Oh I don't know. I don't know what. No, you're like we don't know how to shoot guns. Oh, I just meant like the. Oh, I guess he's I, a radical far left and he's a super soldier. I, I, I still him. call myself liberal. I guess. Yeah. I got really great um, basic pointers, and we've been to the range quite a bit, and we have property where we can shoot. Yeah. We have tons of guns now. You got to far, far from an expert or any, or anybody deeply involved in any kind of gun culture, but uh, have been to the range and uh, pretty good. Yeah. With uh, uh, I will say I find uh, long guns to be relatively easy with with simple training practice. I've only shot a pistol, but I, I handguns w- I'm not that good. Yeah, it's uh, you have to train though that was the first reason yeah. i wanted to train and i hit up tim is one i wanted to be hey i was a really anti-gun guy and i think it would be cool to learn from you and also talk to those guys about what they think reasonable gun control is or what you should do for mass shootings or whatever and i had some of the most open-minded conversations i've ever had which have definitely switched my uh views on guns mm-hmm. but i remember tim came to me after the seminar and he was like hey i want to get more women people of color LGBT people here to train to learn how to defend themselves. I don't want it just to be like white militia Tim Kennedy fanboys. And I was literally like, you are doing more for people than any of my old liberal friends. I posted a picture of a gun on a trans flag. And then I said... Uh, <laughs> Uh, what, you uh, can't tell me that with a straight face. Yeah, yeah I said yeah, trans gun great. rights are human rights. I love it. And I said, I think black trans women should have 50 BMGs mounted on their rooftops if they so desire. <laughs> yes. 
And they should be able to carry AR-15s to protect themselves from white supremacist bigots who would do them harm. That's right. And the uh, trans people filed takedowns against me and got it removed from Twitter. That's yep. insane. Yeah. Oh, I should say the left did. I don't know exactly who so did it. Boring. But it wasn't my photo. That's why. So they filed a claim against me and then Twitter deleted it. And I was like, they don't want me agreeing with them. <laughs> okay. All they right. were like, it's a, they kept saying it was a joke. And then I was like, what, what's a joke about me? So there was someone who was like, like just because it's hilariously worded does not mean it's I, a joke. I, I thought it was legitimately worded. Yeah. I, I, I still think it's very funny. You know, so I, I uh, uh, somebody somebody commented like, you talk big game about guns, but the moment black people get guns, where are you then? And then I said, I think the Black Panther should be armed to the effing teeth. Yeah. Dude, also, they just they, like they just make things up. They create imaginary scenarios in their, their head. And they're like, what would you say then? Killer it's Mike like the was the thing a... that's consistent with my principles yeah. because <laughs> I don't just hate whatever group you've assumed I've hated to right. smear me. Right. Yeah. Kill, Killer Mike me. from Run the Jewels was the first person that made me think about my, my, my stance on guns. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. All right. Let's read some more. We got Boof. Good name. He says, can't wait for the Republicans to regain control so they can continue to do absolutely nothing. Mm, yeah. Mm. Well, go and vote in your primaries and make sure the people who are winning are people who will do things. I saw Rand Paul won his primary. Yes, of course he did. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Mary Diaz says, I promised I wouldn't sign up for another subscription, but Seamus is amazing, so I've got to. Also, Tim, do you need someone for HR? I'm working on my certifications, but I am young and a hard worker. Love the show. Um, we may be getting to that point. Because we're relatively small, but we're growing. Yeah. Maybe, um, I don't know. HR would not year. let you say we're small and growing, by the way. That's yeah, yeah, that's a little, uh, yeah, not a lot. <laughs> we're, 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 we're actually, we're, we're a show, we're not a grower. There we go. There it go. looks Attaboy. like we're a big company. <laughs> Good stuff. Great work, everyone. By thank the way, you. thank you so much for the compliment, yeah, awesome. Mary. It was yeah. very kind. That was yeah. very sweet. Ian Kenny said, Tim, all your button ups dirty. Did you see John Rich's retweet that Elon replied to? He oh, did. Cool. I didn't yeah. see that. Which one was that? I don't know. Um, no, I just I just wore a, 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 a teal shirt today. Tim, we were, we were both getting lit up about our shirts in the chat. <laughs> oh, really? People are like, look, the shame well, blends in. I got my camouflage today, man. I was hoping I could hide. So <laughs> I was I was skating, and I fell, and I whacked my arm really bad. And so then I just like I just sat down. I was like, ah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and then, you know, normally I'll go, and I'll get ready for the show. This time I'm just like greasy, sweaty, and stinky, and just <laughs> like, I, I just didn't care. Uh, so whatever. You're like, the guest is a canceled comedian. That's We're right. fine. <laughs> yeah, like, a, offend this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not James O'Keefe. <laughs> I'd be wearing a suit. <laughs> no, I, honestly, it might be James O'Keefe. Like, yeah, where's the camera? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Sounds like James. No, no, no. <laughs> Sounds like something James yeah. would say is that I'm not James O'Keefe. <laughs> All right, let's grab some more Super Chats. People mentioning the new uh, Veritas uh, posts. Paul Jones says, MB was super cringe. Guy is banality of evil incarnate. Couldn't hold a consistent position. Intellectually bankrupt. It was indeed like speaking to a brick wall. You and Seamus had did good. Had did. Uh, I thought, you know, I thought Matt was a, was a cool guy. He was a nice guy. We had, we had cool, we hung out before and after the show. When it got into politics, I felt confused because it, I didn't understand what his, what his principles were. I understood his platitudes, like when he said conservatives think trans people don't exist. But I, when I asked him, what does that mean? Like, what idea are you trying to convey? He couldn't say anything. He's just like, it, it just didn't mean anything. I still have no idea what they mean when they say conservatives think trans people don't exist. Like Ben Shapiro walks into Blair White and then he goes, where did you go? We're friends. Yeah. Blair. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't understand what they're trying to say. Yeah. And, and they don't clarify either. I would like to say I think trans people exist. I, I think they do too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I They've been misled. Yeah. <laughs> what is, what is, are they trying to say something like you don't respect them? You don't believe, them? yeah, I don't know. Then say that. 
Right, exactly. I'm, it's not true. But when but I say what idea are you trying to convey, and they say, I, I, I'm like, well, if you can't, explain it. Yeah. All right. Bobcat says, if she's a 10 and you're a 2, she's James O'Keefe. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is what everybody in Twitter needs to walk around with. That's what the Tweeb memo should be. Tweep, yeah. Tweep, yeah. It, it should have said, guys. You're not that attractive. Yeah. She's don't not that into you. She's James them. O'Keefe. They're like, we specifically hire people who don't look good enough to believe they could be getting a date with someone that attractive. You're it's not hot. Policy. Stop yeah. spilling company not intel. Working. But I really just love that they emailed the guy and he's showing it off. That was, that was incredible. Was yeah. We have to that was a that cartoon. That, that was, was actually a cartoon. cartoon. He's like, the, the Veritas person's like, what's this project Veritas? <laughs> you know what, you know, you know what'd be funny? If then the Veritas guy, uh, the guy who's filming, he says, aha, I am Veritas. But then the guy he's filming goes, I was James O'Keefe the whole time. Yep, and they're, yep, yep, they're yep. both Veritas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. Why did we do this? I don't know, man. <laughs> Want a drink? Yeah. Everyone is James <laughs> O'Keefe. But then Veritas puts together like a hit piece on Veritas. Like Project Veritas. <laughs> on a Project died. Veritas yeah. agent doing You know this. what would be another funny skit is a person working at Twitter who is paranoid and thinks everyone is James O'Keefe. <laughs> And so he like he that's grabs he, he grabs an old woman and is like pulling on her hair like take the wig. I know that's you, O'Keefe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's ad lib all of these. Dude, we should do a bunch of these yeah. for sure. Yep. It'd be fun, or yeah. one twenty minute long one. <sighs> all right. Sam Wider says I sent this chat yesterday, but gladly sent it again since yesterday's show was amazing. When I was watching your segment about Disney, I thought about the South Park episode about the pedo group Nambla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the Na- North American um, Marlon Brando look like Marlon Brando look like. Make nineteen eighty four fiction again. Says since you didn't get this yesterday, I'll try again. There is no such thing as a viability argument. There is no such thing as a baby vi- uh, as a baby viable in or out of the womb until three years old. That's generous. Mm. But I, I I understand that point. But the idea being conveyed is there's a point at which the baby doesn't need to rely on the blood of the mother. Mm. Like it can it can be sustained through technology. Uh, that's why I asked that question. Uh, I can't remember who I asked, but like, if a baby from day one, can, moment of conception, could be taken out and placed in an artificial womb, should that be required for any abortion? Mm. Like, if you don't have to kill it, why kill it? You know what I mean? I, I think I think the issue is oh yeah I think the issue is that a lot of abortions are due to financial issues mm. and so it's like the intentional killing of the baby because they they're like well I can't afford it so when I brought that up to Matt the other day I said well what about a man who also can't afford it can he choose to have a responsibility he said no and then I'm like okay well I don't know how you have the argument that a woman who can't afford the baby can't abort it but the man who can't afford the baby has no choice and has to become in, go to jail for being a deadbeat. Mm. You got to be consistent, man. I'm trying to figure out what 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 these what, you know what your positions are for these for these guys. Many strange quark says, Seamus, please make a tune of James O'Keefe in drag on a sting. That would be hilarious. All of you at the Castle Rock, Chicken City forever. Well, oh. I'm sure you you have been uh, pleasantly surprised by all the O'Keefe skits we've been coming up with here. So we if you do it, yeah, it, I wrote some of them it has too. to be a musical parody. Oh, it has yeah. to be to like a Hamilton or Oklahoma, Oklahoma. <laughs> for James O'Keefe. Like give it a yeah. It has to be. That. Oh, that's awesome. I like the wedding one. The wedding one. I just want someone <laughs> yeah. to go through their whole life, and at the that very end of their so life, funny. their spouse was doing a hit. No, Aww. the child they had with their spouse was doing an O'Keefe hit piece. The whole thing was <laughs> yeah, set up. No. All right. 
You're like, dude, James O'Keefe puts a liberal, like, in the Truman Show. He, like, raises a liberal from birth in the Truman <laughs> Show and watches everything they do and just live streams it. He's like, this is who they are. This is how they think. This proves it. This he, proves how liberals he, are. He's, he's proving the point that a liberal from birth would retain. So he's like, we, we've kidnapped the child of a liberal family. Now we're raising it in an isolated <laughs> space to see what behaviors it has to prove whether or not liberals are inherently, you know, liberal. Oh, All right, Iggy the Incubus says, "Hey yo, Tim, as many times as your streams have gone down, all of a sudden, are you sure it's not it's not actual malice from the overlords at YouTube at this point?" Oh, I think it it is. I mean, we we did a segment where he who shall not be named was named, and then the stream goes down halfway through. Yeah, sus. You know? we'll yeah, bet. there was a stream that went down, but Chicken City, which is streaming through the same network, was live. Mm. Really so we had Chicken weird. City outside. They're streaming from the same network. How does that happen? How does that happen? Huh? Okay, we'll grab some more. Morgan H says, James O'Keefe. Oh, James O'Kafifi. Oh, yeah. James O'Kafifi. Yeah. Very nice. Fire Sky says, very nice shirt, Tim. Also, please do that skit. All yeah. the skits. Yeah. Every single one. I mean, I would, I would love to actually have James come down to be in a it skit. Has to. That yeah. would be so good. It'd be hilarious. Let me uh, message his people. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. <laughs> See what I can do. Take the wig off and it's James. <laughs> or, or, or it could just be James in the suit, in, in a full suit, but also wearing a really well, awful yeah, wig. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the guys are like, what's up, girl? You're hey, like, you want to hear about my Twitter hijinks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to hear about some corporate malfeasance, girl? <laughs> I know it's, I've only just met you, but let me give you this ledger yeah. this, of every illegal thing I've done. I wouldn't do this if we didn't meet organically. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, seriously, JK says, Seamus, the undercover dude knew his audience perfectly, that being the tweet. He played directly to him because he knew he could while mocking him at the same time. It was actually brilliant improv, in my opinion. I don't think that guy knew it was Veritas. I don't know. Dude, the whole exchange is so bizarre because it's like, it's so hysterical. It seems seems a little dry. He seems tipsy. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, I mean... Neo Reaper says, instead of punked, you get O'Keefe'd. Seamus, get on it. Oh, my gosh. It's like, actually, you weren't on a day. You confessed to criminal activity. And they're like, ah, oh, you got him. Dude. Uh, <laughs> dude there's so many like, good ones. Write them down. With this with this guy, like, I, I'm still stuck on, what is this project Burritos, like that's yeah, something so that's much. something someone in a fake mustache like says. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> fake mu- I know. Well, that but, was the gay one. He could have had a fake mustache. Yeah, yeah. They all do, even like the beautiful women are wearing fake Just mustaches. Fake. They're like, with, the know. glasses with the big nose. Yeah. Wait a second. No, like the, the glasses with like a giant camera protruding from yeah. the front of them. <laughs> Aldo says O'Keefe sends 100s. The entire bar was O'Keefe. Oh, he sends hundreds. The entire bar was O'Keefe. Oh my God. Like oh a, my like, gosh. They'd be staring at cardboard like cutouts like, and they oh. fall over. Like I said. <laughs> Dude, the they whole could bar be that. is cardboard. Yeah, whole thing Dude, he could over. literally put a cardboard cutout on a remote control car that had a camera attached to it, and these people would spill their secrets to it if All it right, followed I'll, them around. I'll long tell enough. you. Yeah. So, so hold on. So the guy who gets stung by Veritas on his, you know, he's dating a girl, and then he pulls the wig off. It's it's O'Keefe, and he's like, "It's too late. You've said everything." Ah, he becomes paranoid. So then he goes to work, and then someone at the office is talking to him, and he's like, I, I admitted to everything. And then all of a sudden he's like, wait a minute. And then he pulls the wig off, and it's James again. Yeah. Starts freaking out. So then he goes to therapy, and oh, he's no. sitting on the bed. <laughs> and the doctors and the therapist is like, tell me what it's like at your James job. And he's like, well, what's been happening is, wait, wait a minute. No. No, it can't be. <laughs> and then he pulls the wig off, and the therapist is James O'Keefe. Yeah. No, no, but, but the solution or the resolution is – 
the you know entire world is turned against him. But fortunately, they're all James O'Keefe. So he's like, he's like, well, <laughs> this guy didn't like me anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll grab some more. Uh, a lot of people pointing out the uh, other Veritas video. Charles Fritz says date videos allow the whistleblower to feign outrage and keep their jobs. Mm. Get Christian Westbrook Westbrook from Ice Age Farmer on the show, please. Mm. That That's sounds fun. cool. Charles Bloomer says this is for Shim Cartoon Skit. <laughs> For you, sir, a commercial for Justin Trudeau charcoal facial mask. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's a good one. <laughs> oh, so my good. goodness. And and then it ends with being like, uh, and coming soon, the Ralph Northam, ver- you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, my gosh. Dark. <laughs> Northam bedsheets or. Little <laughs> blankets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, what are they called? Die cut bedsheets. Mm. <laughs> Pims the Great says, sent this yesterday before YouTube deleted everything. Just closed on nine and a half acres for my homestead Monday, but wanted to ask your opinion on BlackRock owning 75% of Ancestry.com. Scary that they now have access to people's DNA. Yes, they do. Is Ancestry DNA? I'm pretty sure Ancestry is DNA. I had Ancestry yeah. for a while, and it's just like, but you, so, like, but you still have Ancestry. Yeah, yeah. technically. 23andMe was, is the, is the, yeah. you send your blood or something. Yeah, yeah I never like, did that. I, I was like, I just, that. oh my they, goodness. They, say, yeah, they send you, uh, they send you a small knife you in a package, s- and you slice slob. your palm, <laughs> and then <laughs> squeeze. Don't, yeah. They don't do that. And then a guy there does the blood brothers with you, and does rituals with your blood. You actually just like swab your cheek or something. But uh, I always thought it was funny that in movies they'll take when they, when it's like the, the the ritual calls for blood and they're like let me slice my entire palm open instead of like that? poking my arm. Prick your yeah. finger. Jeez. Yeah, it's yeah. like how much blood did you need? Just trying to show that they're hardcore. Just slice my, and then their hand is like fine, or they'll just wrap it, and it's yeah. like, bro, you're not gonna be able to like. It's gonna hurt. They're like, we lot. need blood. Let me cut my arm off. All right. <laughs> hey, take it easy, right? <laughs> let me slit this way. Let me decrease <laughs> my hand. You're yeah. like, what? PRCE five says I'm picturing James O'Keefe as Willem Dafoe in Boondock Saints at, Saints at the end. Yeah, that was a good reference. Yo, James, we've got so many funny skits. They that say, we're gonna what, when are you thinking? Uh, <laughs> as soon as humanly possible. Yeah, as soon as humanly possible. We could easily do this. All we need is a wig. Yeah, exactly. That would be really funny. <laughs> All right. It's a beautiful lady. We'll figure it out. I, we, we don't have we could, a I mean, skit also, channel. Anything, could, I mean, we'll, look, if we'll we did it with O'Keefe, we could also – no, I mean, we could also literally – I could do a cartoon of it. And we could just like – if he's interested, send his voice and just That'd like, be yeah, too, wrap yeah. it up. But, but there's like so many. I know. I well, we're gonna do fifty of them then. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I I would love to do a physical. Bit. That would also be hilarious. Just with him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it would be hilarious. We can also do the you know some of them for yeah. The no, your idea is fine too, Shame. No, yeah. Well, yeah. For, for the people who didn't listen to this episode, if I was watching a sketch and you know it's a James O'Keefe sketch, and then the reveal is it's actually James O'Keefe, like I would pop <laughs> huge for that. Yeah. It's a, it's like a, a, a five foot three like skinny blonde chick. Right, right. She's like, tell me more about your job. Wow, it's have you done anything okay. bad? Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here's what I did, boy. and then wait a minute. Six slowly. foot tall. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah. 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 You've ever done anything bad? Yeah, here's the documents. For it. Can you Xerox that for me? <laughs> I do have a portable scanner right here. It's like sliding the papers my copy in. machine. <laughs> I knew bringing this scanner on all these dates would finally pay off. <laughs> all right. Derek says your possible skit is a remake of You Got Mail. I don't know what that one is. The... Is that a Wrong. Tom Hanks? Also, Wrong. which possible skit? Because we got like 50 of these. I know. So good. And the James, the Jordan, B, Jordan Peterson weight loss program. Oh, that's right. That has to be done as well. Yeah. I think you yeah. can play Peterson. Where yeah. he, he just, I, I do, I do little cartoons. He tells everyone to way. only eat meat. Right. Perfect. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Embody the, the archetypal hero. 
Stop eating. <laughs> Stop, Stop with all the food. His, or, his weight loss app is called The Hero's Journey. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Oh. I would download That's that. actually a good name. That's a good name for one. Right. Yeah. Maybe write it, write it down. It'd be walk. funny if, like, yeah. in a week, Jordan's got a new book called The Hero's Journey, and it's like a weight loss plan. I love it. And then you're like, I came up with that, and he's like, Prove it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you're you. not beautiful. <laughs> oh, come on, Peterson. <laughs> Stop shaming me. Come on, man. All right. Xbox Hog says almost died today by turning off the main breaker of my soaking wet circuit breaker box. Did <laughs> not get electrocuted, but I was Sick. really dumb. Don't do that. Yikes. Summer Andre says, Abby Johnson is a great person for perspective. She used to run a Planned Parenthood until she had to assist in one and watch the baby fight against the tools. I know. Stu Peters has a great interview with her. Wow. I want to get her on. Crazy. Blades Will Bleed says, every miscarriage will be treated as a possible homicide. Is the fear being expressed by saying making miscarriage illegal? Not expressly illegal, but effectively if they're all treated as a crime. That's not how it was in any state where abortion was illegal prior to Roe v. Wade. It's not as if women had miscarriages and then the police showed up to their house to Mm -hmm. investigate. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I also suppose it depends on the... So you would be against that if someone did You you can't like investigate people for miscarriage. Right. No, yeah. Well, you could. What if a woman's eight months pregnant and the baby, you know, she hasn't. So if you, so if you have something, if there's like a dumpster baby, like a child, you know, a dead yeah. child found in a dumpster or something like that, then yeah, you'd have to investigate because that's insane. Yeah. But, yeah. But I actually maybe, I don't know if, if, can you have a miscarriage at eight, eight months? I think it's much less likely than earlier in the I pregnancy. think it would be called something different at that point. I think it's still a miscarriage at that point. I think it I is. I look it up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, the, the issue at play with the argument is, Typically, the left is arguing like, if the baby's dead, you then you need to abort. That's like, not abortion. It's, it's, it's the removal it's of the. Well, the CDC says the, the termination of a pregnancy with uh, with with a not live birth. Yeah. So uh, if that's the idea they're trying to convey, I'm trying to steel man their approach. My right. response is then put that in the law. Then right. then make it clarify that that the life of the baby must be preserved at all costs. Yeah. Also, they just but make the issue things up. Is, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, but yeah. but the issue is despite. You know, Matt the other day arguing repeatedly that it's for the health of the health of the mother. He kept he also said when pressed, well, the woman can get an abortion electively. It's her choice. Also, no, there is no single piece of proposed pro-life legislation and there is no pro-life advocacy group or any group that has ever said we need to make it illegal to remove a miscarried baby if necessary. You got to keep it forever. It's just it's ridiculous. No one says that. It's an insane. Yeah. Yeah, So miscarriage after 24 weeks is called a stillbirth. Stillbirth. I'm sorry. You're correct. You're correct. That's what I thought. Oh, you are right. You were. Yeah. 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 I thought it was. I thought it was something else. Yeah. It is something else. Stillbirth. It's not a miscarriage. Yeah. Good point. So in, in which case, yeah, miscarriage wouldn't be investigated. Right. No. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's like miscarriage is pre-viability. I have been shocked by the number of people who are like, well, then are miscarriages abortions? I'm like, no. no. It's a horrible, sad thing Not that legal. just yeah. happens. Not legally. So the, the, the important Spontaneous question. Spontaneous abortion is sometimes a medical term people use. Yeah, but that's what not. I, what, what I mean is. I want to make sure we're addressing their idea right. and not mm-hmm. using words that they use differently. Right. Well, the removal of a mis- uh, of an unfortunately miscarried baby is called a D and C dilation and carriage, which is removing it. Unfortunate right. soul crushing. If the, if the pregnancy has already been terminated right. due to that's a still not an abortion, miscarriage or stillbirth, then abortion is the termination of the pregnancy that doesn't result in a live birth, according to the CDC. Mm. Not to start more heated abortion stuff, I'm just going to disappear. You're about to. More expensive whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the pro life stance? Genuinely, this mm-hmm. is not you know no, like yeah, yeah. a gotcha thing. When uh, on the argument where it's abortions are still going to happen, but not 
safe and legally. So, you know, a kid mm. who is raped and his parents are going to disown them or, you know, like some of these, um, I have friends who were, I mean, I've been in relationships with women who were raped and they were afraid to mm. tell their parents because right. that was just the dynamic where they would have been shamed or whatever. So people who have to then sneak off to get less safe abortions. So the argument essentially saying that, yo, they're still going to happen, but it's just not going to be as safe if you don't have access. Is there sort of like a, well, we can do this solution from the pro-life stance on that? No, that that's a really good question. So basically my there there's a few points so there's the point about you know people are going to break this law so what do you have to say about that and then there's this question of whether there are going to be unsafe procedures if abortion isn't illegal i think for the first question i would say anytime we implement any kind of legislation to try to help people or save lives some people are going to break the law uh, i don't think that's a, a good reason not to pass the law so i know in texas even it's difficult to have perfect metrics on this but we've seen something like a 66 percent decline in the number of abortions that have happened there um and when it comes to the back alley abortion narrative this is a mostly mythical idea that's been sold to the american public that Prior to Roe v. Wade, because abortion was illegal, you just had thousands of women dying in these risky procedures. Bernard Nathanson was an abortion doctor who was, Mm. I believe, the founder of an organization called NARAL. And he admitted after he defected from the pro-choice movement that all of the numbers they produced for the number of women who died in back alley abortion procedures were completely fabricated. The media printed them. It wasn't true. So in 1933, there were about 2,700 recorded deaths from abortions and miscarriages together in the entire country. By the time you get to 1945, that number is under 900. Um, and then by 1972, there were 63. And 38% of them happened in states where abortion was legal. The reason is that as penicillin has become more widely available, fewer women die from abortions and miscarriages. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Antibiotics have become more widely I, available. So it's not Penicillin's as if, like the Ben and Jerry of the abortion <laughs> complex. Well, well penicillin's mostly like not even in use, I'm pretty sure. Fair, but but antibiotics generally yeah. speaking, yeah. So it was it so, was an issue of people not having access to antibiotics. And again, before abortion you, was illegal, thirty eight percent of the deaths from abortion were taking place in states right. where abortion was legal. How do you deal with any other illegal medical procedure? Yeah. I mean they they, they happen. It's not like we, you know, we don't see people going out and being like, people are illegally selling body parts. Yeah, I, I think even Rogan was talking about that, about how there might be more, uh, do they call it like medical tourism, where people kind of crossing yeah. state, state lines if it's going to go state by state yeah. to, to find it. What was really interesting to me learning the numbers about abortion was this, what a huge percentage of it is completely just because ladies like, ah, I don't feel like being pregnant. In fact, Abby Johnson was just talking about a lady who aborted her 16-week-old fetus because she wanted a summer body. Wow. Unbelievable. Jeez. Let's read some more. <clears throat> we got. I hate it so much. Brony Ninja says, hey, Chicago boys, I'll be in Chicago slash Schaumburg in two weeks for a Winnie City Pony Con. I've been recommended Giordano's and Lou Malnati's for pizza. Any other places that it'd be cool to check out while there? Hmm. Um, let's see. We have a bunch of Giordano's actually here in the freezer. It is delicious. I love it. Uh, I don't eat the crust, though. Just the cheese. Luminati's is also extremely good, and they're both good in different ways. Now, if you want to know the secret, you got to go down to Archer Avenue on the south side of Chicago, and you got to go to one of two places or both. There's Villa Rosa on Archer near um, near Central. I can't remember. Maybe it's on like Latrobe or something. And then there's Danny's, Danny's Pizza, which is like 
Maybe that's Latrobe. They're both on Archer. So if you look by Midway Airport, and those are the pizza places that and uh, all of uh, my friends and I, we grew up eating. And that's like the real Chicago pizza. If you go to Giordano's and Luminati, you get the tourist pizza. If you want to get the real square cut, semi-thick crust with thick cheese on it, you go down... You go to those places. That's how I feel about the Philly cheesesteak thing, where they're like, Gina, like the two main ones are not good. Mm. And it's just everything in the surrounding area is very good. All right, let's grab, uh, we'll try and grab a couple more because we'll, we went a little over. Christopher Macy says, Tim, you said people can't grow their own food to feed themselves in cities. Please check out my page on TikTok at Rebuilding Life Gardens One. This is not true. Uh, there are urban gardens that I know about places like Detroit. They've created urban gardens and there's also, um, balcony and rooftop gardens. So I'm sure, um, I, I could be wrong, but I wonder if you'd have the acreage to sustain the, a population of a city. I, I don't, that's just not possible. You know, the, the pop, so I, I think if you look at the amount of available arable land in a city versus how many people live there, you'd have to drop it down by 99%. I mean, you can grow some food, right? But I don't think you could, you could, you, it's impossible to sustain yourself. You know, we've got, I think now with the babies, maybe like 40 chickens. And I'm like, it's great. Every three years, you get, you, you get to eat one when they stop laying. I suppose you, you can eat it once it's fully grown by like if you're, if you're doing broiler hens or something. Maybe you'll eat the roosters. Or if it upsets you. But, yeah. uh, or if it's just out of line. Or, yeah, or if someone <laughs> it loves upsets you. Right. But if they're laying eggs, we don't want to eat them. And then they, they lay for like three years. So, But if you, have, if you have the proper cycle going, you'll always have a couple chickens, but you got to understand guys, one chicken gets you two wings. Jeez. Technically you got the flats and the drums. So maybe four, but when you go to a, when you go to a restaurant and you're like, I'm going to get 12 wings in, in Buffalo sauce, 12, how many chickens, three to six chickens, depending on if you're getting flats and drums. Well, Jeez. Tim, I hope modern science is working on that. Yep. Me too. We can have chickens with 12 wings. Who says? Why not? Man, old Jamie would have gone on an hour-long vegan tirade, <laughs> so you're right. welcome, Super Chat. VOC says, I am become James O'Keefe, destroyer of tweeps. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> tweeps, bro. Gundam Wing says, I've heard a lot about women's rights and talk about babies when it comes to abortion. What about the father's rights? Mm. It takes two to make a baby, but I haven't seen anyone talking about the father's rights. Should women get abortions against the father's wishes? Well, the pro-choice guy, I guess, said men have no choice. So I think he's anti-choice. So I don't know. Um, I think, you know, there's got to be responsibility involved. And there's a serious question about the father's rights, but it's not the father carrying the baby, which is, it is the legal question of um, the rights in question. So when it came to the Supreme Court decisions, they're like, well, there's the woman, but then there's the baby and they're both in the same space. The father's it's not in that space. Right. So it's, I don't know how that would work. But I think we need cultural solutions. I think our culture needs to decide, you know, what we will and will not accept. There are certain things you can't do. There are certain things you can. Yeah, I mean, it's the woman's body. If, if, if Because I, I was trying to think about it because I'm really going to meditate on a lot of the things you guys said. Because it's stuff I legitimately never thought about. When you told the story about the the baby who was coming out, like, I gasped because I never heard those stories before. And so I was trying to think about it, but especially, I mean, if you make it equal, I mean, it, it is the woman's body. It is the government. It's a woman's body. And if you're in an abusive relationship, if, you know, there's so many 
dicey situations where if it was equal, like it's not equal. It is in one of our bodies. It's not. It's not ever going to be equal. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. Because women carry babies and men don't. Yeah. Period. But now men there's, be there's a, there's a, there's a and, viral. Yeah. You know, maybe we should talk about there are these viral posts going around of of men breastfeeding. Mm. I yeah, I think we should. We, 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 let's let's talk about that because we're talking about these rights. So here's what we'll do: head over to timcast.com, become a member. We're going to address the questions of equality on this issue, but there's viral posts going, going around. I think Libs of TikTok had it where men are taking hormone pills to induce lactation so they can share the burden with their wives. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have more whiskey. <laughs> have some more. And this is going to be a, an interesting conversation. This is, I, you know, I didn't <clears throat> need to know. I'm, I'm glad. We You're going to know. I didn't and need I'm to show know you pictures. That. Oh. Oh, whiskey time. Yeah. All right, all right. Smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, share the show if you really do like it. Again, TimCast.com, sign up if you want to support our work. You can follow the show at TimCast.rl. We post on Instagram every day clips from the show, and it's, it's been growing like crazy, so we really appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TimCast. Jamie, you want to shout anything out? Yeah, uh, Instagram at the Jamie Kilstein. You're probably better out there because I preemptively have a lot of you blocked. I'm so sorry on Twitter from my old days, uh, but my Twitter's at Jamie Kilstein, and the podcast is a F-Ups but spelled out, uh, guide to the universe. Or you can go to jamiekilsteinpodcast.com. By the way, I can't believe you hypocrites were complaining about the formula shortage and you don't want men to lactate. Oh Maybe that's why. So, you yeah, you so-called... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Such a good hypocrites, hypocrites. <laughs> um, so my name is Seamus. I have a YouTube channel called Freedom Tunes. Please go there, check that out. We are also going to be launching the Freedom Tunes website on May 30th. And if you go to that website, sign up for the mailing list right now. There's a little receptacle there for you to put your email when we launch we're going to be uh archiving all of the cartoons there and also we are going to be uh having a paywall up so for five bucks a month you'll get one extra cartoon per week and you'll get behind the scenes footage like you know tim and i improving the videos we work on together so and commentaries that those are even more funny so those are yeah. those are a lot of yeah. fun yeah the uh the chicken one was one of oh the funniest Seamus just screaming people thought it was me screaming <laughs> well yes because that would be appropriate i mean that's that's All to right. be expected from Tim. That's true. Yeah. I just want to say, I know, want to know more about this receptacle where you put your emails for Seamus's site. That yes. sounds terrifying. So I'm saying, go to freedomtunes.com, <laughs> T-O-O-N-S, you and go. you'll be able to Perfect. drop your email address in, in there. In that receptacle. <laughs> I am definitely going to drink whiskey for this episode Let's of the go. After Show, for sure. You guys can follow me on Twitters and Twitters <laughs> with the milk. tweets and minds.com at sourpatchlids as well as sourpatchlids.me. All right. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll see you over at TimCast.com talking about lactating men. Have a nice day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.